the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the greatest one-man show in the history of all mankind. This, it's the Dusty Smith Show. I love you. Thank you for joining me tonight. Right as I start doing the show, my fucking microphone stand broke, so I got it fucking zip-tied up. God damn it, the whole universe is conspiring against me, but uh, at least there's one person we can count on. And you know who that is? Kanye West. I think I speak for everybody when I say thank God for Kanye. What? You don't think the same thing? Well, you would think that. I ask you guys for one thing. Go out there and fuck shit up so I have entertaining stuff to cover. And do you do it? No. But you know who has my back? Fucking Kanye. So, gotta cover the Kanye debacle tonight. Gonna be interesting. And as always, got lots of Elon Musk coverage because that's basically the only thing going on in the fucking universe anymore. But it's fun. It's fun to make fun of that guy. It's like my favorite pastime. And uh, got a story for you today, folks. Let me find my uh, story time with Uncle Dusty graphic. It's classic. Here we go. Story time with Uncle Dusty. Story time with Uncle Dusty. Nailed it as always. So, uh, you guys might know I have an animal sanctuary. Right now we have five dogs out there and they're spoiled as fuck, guys. For one thing, my neighbor brings them food every other day. He works in some kind of mental health clinic and they uh, feed everybody when they have extra food. He brings it over to me. So they're fat as fuck and uh, happy as shit. They got a big old pinned-in yard to play in. They just have a great life. So anyway, as you guys know, I have a big security feed up here. I have a 110-inch uh, movie screen in my room, and I have nine cameras all around my house, and I have each feed up on my screen at the same time. So there's three rows of three nine cameras, and I'm looking at my camera today, and uh, I see one of my dogs out. I'm like, what? This little motherfucker got out, so I went to... Uh, get him back in to put him back in and he escaped again i was like what the fuck god damn it this is uh pissing me off so i put him in his uh, crate for a little while put him up i go out there and try to fucking solve the problem right and uh, i see this little place i think he's getting out there's a brick i usually put over this hole he's dug under it and he's knocked the fucking brick out of the way and he's crawled under there so i put the fucking brick out i let his little happy ass back out there he's wagging his fucking tail wants to go out real bad finally goes outside Wait 10, 15 minutes, look at my security camera. A little bastard running around my fucking yard again. Got out, and I was like, what the fuck's going on? So go get him, bring him back in. Go out there to fix the fence. I'm sitting there trying to fix it, trying to put a, another big uh, brick in front of it. And then Boomer, you guys know who Boomer is? Boomer is my rescue, who's the biggest dog I have. He's fucking like a giant Marmaduke-like dog. He has the right name. Uh, what they told me was... He barks at everything, and he has this loud, lionish roar of a bark. He just likes to fucking bark at, at nothing, really. He, he likes to hear the sound of his own voice, uh, acorn oak fall far from the tree. So uh, they basically kept taking him back to the shelter because he wouldn't stop fucking barking, and it's like his third time at the shelter, and they are about to put him down, and I was like, I'll take his loud ass. Come on, motherfucker. And I'm pretty good to him. I let him bark out there. I treat him well. He can bark all the fucking day. I only scream at him like a couple times a week to shut the fuck up, so... Pretty good, all things considered. So I'm out there fixing the fence on the outside. You know what this motherfucker does? He walks up, hikes his leg, and he takes the most giant piss you could ever imagine right fucking on me. I'm all nailed down, and I feel this warm stuff hit me. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I look over, steady piss stream. Dude, pissing all fucking over me. I'm like, that's the fucking thanks I get for saving your goddamn life. 
bring you to your forever home, give you a good place to live, and you fucking piss all over me. So, of course, I can't fix the fucking fence, right? Because I got dog piss all over me. Got to go back in the house, and I got to fucking take a shower and get the piss off. Folks. So, uh, I let the little bastard out again, little runt, and he immediately gets out of the fucking cage again. And I'm like, I got to fix this shit because I got a big show to fucking put together, right? I got a huge goddamn show tonight. I got to take care of us. But I didn't have nothing to fucking fix the fence with. He kept knocking the goddamn brick out of the way and crawling under. So, I did what I had to do, folks. And I know this is going to sound white trash and shit. But I had all these empty, big, heavy bottles that had uh, nitrous in them. Whippets. I had a whole bunch of whippet bottles in it. So I just went out there and I just shoved whippet bottles underneath the fence just to block it for now. And so now I got a bunch of fucking whippet bo bottles out there underneath my fucking fence. So uh, hopefully no one's going to recognize me. Hey, does that dude have a bunch of whippet bottles under his fence? That seems an odd choice. But uh, what you going to do? Hey, if it's stupid and it works, it's not stupid. And that is... Story time with Uncle uh, Story time with Uncle Dusty. I can talk today. That piss got me all flustered and shit. And uh, anyway, as always, folks, please consider giving me a super chat. Super chat's the lifeblood of the show. It's how I am able to do this amazing show for you guys every week. So I'll read every single one of them at halftime. we got a long first half of the show. But every single one of them at halftime. So please support the show if you love it on the Super Chats. I very much appreciate it. Only got $12 so far. A little light, guys. A little light. Come on. Help me out so I don't go bankrupt. Uh, and also hit the like button. Do all of the things. This is not your first radio. You know how the fuck this works. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started, folks. It's time for religious bullshit. Religious bullshit, religious bullshit, religious bullshit. It's time for religious bullshit. Everybody, it's time for religious bullshit. Got a short religious bullshit for you guys tonight, Hey, I'll consider that a win any day of the week. But we're going to start off, as we usually do, with hate pastors. No Silly Ray stars tonight. Sad face. Silly Ray ain't being silly enough lately. He needs to get on the fucking ball. But this time, starting out with Christian hate preacher Steven Anderson. And uh, I know this will come as a shock, but he know likey the Kamala Harris folks. In fact, uh, he got some nasty things to say about her for no goddamn reasons. Let's have a listen. I mean, let's face it, today, some people's role model is literally Kamala Harris. <laughs> and Kamala Harris is a literal whore. I'm not just calling her a whore because I don't like her. Okay. The vice president of the United States is a literal whore, as in someone, well, I mean, I hope you know what a whore is. I, I don't. Can you explain it? In detail I mean, for let's me? face it, exactly? today, and, uh, citation needed, but also, even if she was, uh, so? Sex work is real work. Don't hate, motherfucker. Just can't. Just because you can't get it, don't uh, hate on everybody else. You sad son of a shit. And then, on the religious bullshit, folks. Christians, uh, they're starting to go a little overboard, I think, with this so Christ Christmas thing. It's not even fucking uh, close to Christmas yet. This reminds me of another fucking story. I'm just going to tell another story now. Uh, what happened tonight? So I'm sitting here working on my goddamn show as I do. Working on it to the last fucking minute, folks, because I work hard for you guys. And then I hear something going on outside. A whole bunch of ruckus and commotion. I'm like, what the fuck is up? So I look out there. You know what, motherfuckers? They're having a Christmas parade out there. 
three weeks before Christmas in the middle of the fucking night. It's pitch goddamn dark. The whole fucking town's out there parading around. I'm like, what are these people fucking doing? And I started like making fun of them. I even wrote a uh, snarky Facebook post about why they out there in the fucking dark having a parade. And then I'm sitting here putting my show together and I can hear them. And they're fucking singing and they're dancing and they're cheering and they're clapping and laughing and they're having an awesome fucking time. And then I started feeling bad. I'm like, I want to be out there in the middle of the fucking night in a stupid-ass parade three weeks before Christmas. They look like they're having fucking fun. I got to stay at work for you motherfuckers. So anyway, I missed the parade for you guys. That's my sad story. Anyway, Christian's going a little bit nuts. This guy, all he said was, reminder, we're on Christmas starts Monday. It's a joke, you know. It's just a joke. And then uh, Brett Bowerman says, Remember, Jason Selving is a baby rapist. Okay, you went right to 10 immediately. Okay, you don't have to go to 10. Like, if the guy starts at 1, then maybe go to, like, 3 or 4. Don't just jump to 10 immediately. But anyway, he likes to rape and kill infants. He gets sexual gratification from impelling newborns on his erect yet tiny man parts. Prove me wrong. If you get to talk shit about Christmas, I get to say this liberal jerk off. Now, that's not very Christian of you. Come on. I say we ramp the world Christianity up even higher. Let's go to 11. Since they're going to 10, straight to fucking 11. All right. And uh, then Pastor uh, Lucas Miles wants you guys to know that some of us atheists are super crafty. What we're doing is, and this is real life. This is really happening. We're sneaking into Christian schools or becoming preachers so we can go into churches and then teach atheism from the pulpit. That's just crazy enough to work. What? Let me click on, I guess we got to click on Hemet Meta's page. What's up, Hemet Meta? The friendly atheist. Okay, goddammit. It'll pop all kinds of bullshit up. Here we go. Bible college student enter Bible college as a, uh, um, you know, a passionate believer and then leave an atheist. That's happened. And then go and get a job at a pulpit someplace in America pastoring a church, even though themselves, they don't believe in God. This is happening all the time. And this is one of the things that I'm really working to expose and then also, you know, try to provide some solutions for. Yeah, yeah, talk. I, I was going to wait to do that, but but you have to explain that because I'm sure a lot of our viewers, or ears just kind of perked up and said, what? And you said this yeah. is happening everywhere? It's not. I haven't heard of this happening. How yeah, do you know that based make, on the work that you've up. done? And I guess, you know, for yeah. our viewers, you're part of the American Pastor Project, so I'm sure this ties in with that. So if you can, kind of explain. Yeah, this. so yeah, actually actually the founder of the American Pastor Project, and, and this is a new initiative. We're just rolling it out. Uh, and really what we're doing is we're, we're holding pastors accountable to what I would call Christian orthodoxy, really solid Christian teaching. We have right. 2,000 years of Christian doctrine to look back upon, not to mention the teaching of the Old and New Testament that we can go to to see what is Christianity and what isn't Christianity. That's the question. And, as you mentioned the story, you know, bringing up the idea that because Jesus has a wound on his side, that that changes his gender is not a Christian teaching. That's heresy. Uh, that is totally right, right. against God. Right. And we need to call it as such. Flag on the play. Who is teaching that? What church is teaching that a wound on Jesus' side changed his gender? You're literally just making this shit up. 
change. And we're seeing a lot of pastors that just kind of putting their head in the sand. They're not willing to deal with it. They're afraid to talk politics because they're not afraid true. to lose people in their church and split their congregations. And can we reject from the pulpit, you know, anti-God concepts such as CRT, abortion, LGBT agenda, etc., in our teaching? And I'm really curious to see how many pastors are going to take the stand. They're going to Bible would, college student. Inter- I would say this. We're doing that. I mean, I know no one's actually going to go through the hell of having to be in Bible school for a long period of time. How boring would that fucking be? But hey, uh, as long as they're grifting, might as well grift them fucking back. Don't hate the player, hate the game, and uh, any more religion. One more religious bullshit. This time it's hate preacher Corman Russell. And he wants you guys to know that uh, public school teachers may or may not, you never know, behead your children because this is a, a real thing that's happening. Now, look, I'm not saying that the people at the public schools are going to behead your children. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. Maybe. I don't know these days. But, you know, what I am saying is that they're more interested in themselves than they are your kids. And this is why, you know, we advocate for homeschooling. (laughs) Oh, God. You know, it's because of the fact that the education system, for one, is not interested in teaching the Bible to your children. Okay, great. They're not. Your your kids that go to a public school, they're not going to go down there and learn about the Bible. They're not going to learn about godliness They're not and righteousness, to. right? They're going to have all kinds of ungodly, unbiblical things pumped into right. their impressionable young right. minds. Oh, no. By people who are more concerned with Facts. lining their own pocket than teaching righteousness oh, and yeah. godliness. They're being misled by those teachers wanting that huge-ass teacher money so they can, you know, retire on the fucking beach and sip my ties off that teacher pension. Right? Some order comes down from on high and says, hey, we're promoting transgenderism this year uh-huh. to you know, a bunch of sixth graders or whatever in the middle school. When? Gonna- Where? Who? If this happened, you would have example after example of it and you never shut the fuck up about it. The fact that you have to claim it's happening without showing any evidence proves you're full of shit. We're going to have, you know, love a homo week or whatever. We're going to celebrate uh-huh. pride week. You know, no one's going to object to that. They're going to go right along right. with the program. Who gives a shit? Right? Because they don't want to be ostracized. They don't want to lose their job. They're, they're not pieces Even of if shit they like disagree you? with it, even if they're repulsed by what they're teaching, they're probably just going to go along with it. Uh, good. Maybe they should homeschool their kids then if they don't fucking like it. You can all stay at goddamn home and be antisocial freaks for the rest of your goddamn life. Never get a girlfriend. Never be able to normally communicate with other human beings. Seems bad, but do what you got to do, Christians. Taking your own self out of the gene pool. And all right, that is my very short, very fast religious bullshit for this week. Don't forget to get your super chats in, folks. Do it, do it. The cat's playing their junk. That's what she do. This is my little lesbian cat, the one that was being a lesbian before, but she's not being lesbian right now. She's not being too poor, but she's cute. That's Miss Misty over there. That was uh, our first rescue, Miss Misty. Mm. Kitty knows what's up. Yep, Kitty knows what's up. Here to entertain you on the greatest show in human history. Just part of the spectacle that is the Dusty Smith Show. All right, moving on, folks. Got a big, big Kanye West section. Oh, the gift that keeps on giving. And uh, during my last show, folks, I clipped out a few videos from Kanye. And I was using the AI art programs to make a picture of Kanye wearing robes from the KKK. And I think I accidentally created the hottest new clothing line of 2023. 
Holy shit, I try to make him look bad, but he looks fucking amazing in the clan robes. This is 100% going to happen, folks. I guarantee you. Next week, or the week after, Kanye is going to be wearing these clan robes. He's going to be selling them. It's going to be the, the, the big new thing. He's going to be like, I'm just trying to start a conversation. And also, black people did stuff wrong too, y'all. I guarantee you that's going to fucking happen. Anything to get attention. Hey, we're giving it to him. So, uh, But it's negative attention. I don't think it's going to go very well for him. I actually think he's made a huge, huge mistake. But it's fun. It's fun to cover for sure. So last time we were hanging out with this uh, bag of shit dicks, they were going and having dinner with Donald Trump. White supremacist, Nick Fuentes, uh, white supremacist and uh, pedophile apologist, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, and uh, incredibly anti-Semitic, now uh, uh, unavowed Nazi, Kanye West was all hanging out with Donald J. Trump, and these are supposedly Donald Trump's fr- fa- uh, friends. These are supposedly the ones that are the closest to him. Well, now they've come out and admitted, hey, we just did it to uh, fuck over Trump. Yiannopoulos persuaded a former Trump 2016 campaign advisor from Florida, Karen Giarno, to give a Ye a ride to Mar-a-Lago, which she said led her to become an accidental member of Ye's dinner party. Yiannopoulos said he also wanted Giannaro to brief Ye on Trump and politics, and if she went to the dinner, to lend a sense of political gravitas to the discussion. The fourth member of the party was a man Ye later identified as a parent of a student at his private school. Yiannopoulos said Fuentes is serving in an advisory capacity to Ye. Uh, and anyway, I wanted to show Trump the kind of talent that he is missing out on by allowing his terrible handers to dictate who he can and can't hang out with, Yiannopoulos told NBC News. I also wanted to send a message to Trump that he has systematically, repeatedly neglected, ignored, abused the people who love him the most, the people who put him in office, and that kind of behavior comes back to bite you in the end. So, fuck you, Trump. These are supposedly your most loyal people, but obviously, when you attract these types of pieces of shit, they're not going to be loyal to you. These hoes ain't loyal. They jump to the next thing when it's uh, beneficial for them to do so, exactly like you. You give what you get, Trump. And he took shit for it all week. You love to see it. And then Kanye's week got even worse. Apparently, the IRS put a $75 million hold on four of his bank accounts because he owes over $50 million in taxes. Might have should have paid that. This on the heels of him losing a billion dollars in the Adidas deal because he couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut. Uh, Got dropped by Balenciaga. Where the fuck that stupid ass clothing company's name is it's just all collapsing around kanye west and uh good it's karma that's what happens when you hang out with nazis and white supremacists things tend to go bad for you we fought some wars about that might want to read a book kanye and uh then i thought this was going to be the big story i was going to be covering this week this ain't fucking shit. So apparently Tim Pool decided to have him and his uh, merry band of white supremacists on his platform because why wouldn't you platform white supremacists and give them millions of eyeballs to spread their bullshit to? So Tim Pool pushed back just ever so fucking slightly. Still had him on there, still let them spread vile bullshit that's going to lead to, uh, who knows what the fuck's going to lead to. Definitely a lot of anti-Semitism at the very least. Probably more uh, white supremacy and racism. Whatever. Tim Pool don't matter. All he cares about is making money. So anyway, he pushed back just very ever so slightly on Kanye's anti-Semitism. And so Kanye, being the giant piss baby he is, gets up and storms off the show. 
I don't use the word as the, as the way I guess you, you guys use. I'm, I'm talking. It is about them, it. though, isn't it? I mean, because <laughs> no. and, and because when you think <laughs> about not. it, consider it. In 2018. What do you mean it's not? It, what What do I mean? Like, uh, uh, okay, so how about? Are you leaving? Are you afraid of the press? He's gone. I'll say it right now. Um, you guys, I, I, you guys want to bring that stuff up. And then have think the we're discussion. not going to have a conversation. Like, have the discussion. Like you, you think yeah, he's going to come in here and say, here's my pain, here's my suffering. I'm going to say, I hear you. And then he's going to say, and it was Jewish people. And I'm going to be like, okay, but don't you consider it. So I'm not going to do this. I, I, I refuse. Go, uh, make sure he's cool. All right, go for it. Luke. Milo Bells, they're all bailing because, oh, my God, somebody didn't play into our anti-Semitism for five seconds. Let's get the hell out of here. Super brave. Super brave, Kanye. Uh, but that was the least of Kanye's problems this week. And, uh. Shockingly, one of Temple's co-hosts got out there to defend Nick Fuentes. Of course, this is the type of fucking piece of shit trash Temple has his co-host. Defending, covering, whitewashing, pun intended, for white supremacist Nick Fuentes. Very genuine when they were here. I, I know Milo. I mean, he's a gen, I mean, he's a, he's a zany dude, but like... He's looking for redemption. That's his path right now. Just, ooh, that makes me want to get mad. I don't mad if you. I don't mind if you insult me. You can call me any name you want to. I don't even mind if you insult my mama. Fine, whatever. She's a whore. I don't give a fuck. Insult my dead daddy. But one thing, do not do is insult my fucking intelligence. To sit up there and say Milo's in some way has some kind of integrity that he's legitimately looking for redemption. Is the biggest bunch of bullshit that could ever come out of your diarrhea goddamn mouth. He is a clear, obviously naked, transparent con artist who will say and fucking do anything for the limelight. Do not piss in my mouth and tell me it's raining, dipshit. It gets even worse than this douche. And Kanye is grasping <clears throat> at straws to try and find someone to help him. And Nick was so kind the entire time he was here. Like, I've heard stuff about him. I've seen him say stuff online out of context that's racist. I've seen him say stuff online out of context that was racist. How in the fucking shit is anything I posted and shown where he's just saying the N-word, being as racist as you could possibly, praising Hitler, calling himself a white nationalist, warning the Jews that violence is coming at them? How is any of that taken out of context? You are literally covering and lying for white supremacy right now, whoever the fuck you are. I know you don't have any integrity. I know that's why you're on Tim Pool's show. But fucking shame on you. God, I wish you guys would find a fucking heart. I wish you would find something deep inside of you to be better than this. I wish you would understand the harm you were doing. But I know you don't give a fuck. It's just sad. But when you see him eyes to eyes, like the guy is looking for friends. Like he doesn't probably has been lived in an environment where he didn't have a lot of friends. So... When you, what happened He's the was you're one of the largest white supremacist organizations in the world. He has nothing but sycophants wanting to suck his dick all day long. The guy has no shortage of friends if he fucking wants it. Now, they're not the kind of friends that I would want, uh, but Nick's not that picky. When Kanye were going back and forth and kind of interrupting each other, you mentioned at one point, Tim, you were holding your finger up, Before indicating you want to jump in, and he Before was like, the oh. show. anyway, enough of that defending Nick. I mean, just disgusting, dude, but par for the course. And then, folks, this is not a fucking joke. After Kanye got up and walked out of his show the very next day, he wasn't kidding when he said this. Tim Pool tweets, I think Ye could actually win the presidency. With no hint of sarcasm or irony whatsoever. 
it's really weird how bad Tim Pool is at predicting things. It's almost like the universe hates him so bad that regardless of what he predicts, the opposite is going to happen. It seems like he would at least like accidentally get a few predictions correctly, but this is Trump's going to win by 49 state landslide, dude. Just always fucking wrong about everything forever. It's just insane. And so, of course, as soon as he says that, Kanye goes on the Alex Jones show and gives the most bizarre interview in the history of Alex Jones, which is really saying something. We have a situation where Alex Jones is the sober, sane voice in the room. I know you guys have probably seen uh, most of these clips already. I'm not going to play a whole bunch of clips for you, just a couple, because uh, if you haven't lived under a rock, you've probably seen most of this. But here's the beginning of it. Alex Jones is trying his best to cover for Kanye West. Now, Kanye West has already gone up there and spread vow anti-Semitism, bigotry, hatred. And Alex Jones knows this. But Alex Jones is such a piece of garbage, he's trying to do whatever he can to cover for him to give him an out. Yeah, I'm inviting you on the show, knowing that you spread anti-Semitism and hatred. Yeah, I'm giving you a platform to do it again, but you're not a bad guy, Kanye. You're actually a good guy. They're just falsely calling you a Nazi. They're falsely calling you names because that's what they do. Right, Kanye? Right. He's trying so hard to help him, uh, but nope. Kanye is not taking the life preserver. I don't think Hitler was a good guy. I get the uh, the Hugo Boss uniforms, amazing. Uh, but, I mean, just because you're in love with the design, you're a designer, can we just kind of say, like, you like the you like the uniforms, but that's about no, it. No, we, we, no, I, there, there's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. A lot of things. I don't think Hitler was a good guy. I get the... Uh, I don't think Hitler was a good guy. Oh, yeah. awesome conversation. I love Hitler. So obviously Kanye just doing whatever he can to be edgy. He don't give a shit. He's fallen into this toxic troll culture where how you win is just behaving like the most giant piece of shit you can possibly be. And while I don't think Kanye himself is actually a Nazi, it doesn't matter because he provides cover for Nazi. Hiding behind uh, jokes and irony is how they spread their bigotry and hatred. So he's part of it, he's part of it regardless of what the truth is behind all this trolling he's doing. Uh, here's another clip. Well, that's right. You're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I I see I I see good things about Hitler. Also, the Jew. I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love, um, you know, us, and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts, and you can love what we're you know what we're pushing with the pornography, but. Why, when he's talking about white supremacy and shitting on the Jews, are they playing the scene from American History X where the white supremacist murders the guy by curb stomping him? Odd choice, Alex. Going to you with the contracts, and you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good, and I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. How about that one? Ari Emanuel. Uh, what a brave man. Finally, finally, someone stepping up to defend Adolf Hitler. About time. Brave, 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 Sir Kanye. And uh, not going to show you all the clips 
where Kanye praised Hitler and called himself a Nazi. But instead, what I did is, uh, remember a couple shows ago, I showed you guys the uh, Fox News clips where they're praising Kanye so much? Well, I decided to make my own Fox News Kanye campaign ad where I mixed uh, the two together. And so you'll get to hear all the stupid clips that he said mixed in with this video I made. And I uploaded this to my YouTube thing. If you want to share it, uh, this should go viral because this is pretty good, to be honest with you. Here we go. I was blown away by Kanye West. I really was. I, I like Hitler. It was fascinating. This was an unvarnished, authentic. I'm not trying to be shocking. I like Hitler. We've rarely heard a man speak so honestly and so movingly about what he believed. The Holocaust is not what happened. Let's look at the facts of that. Kanye West uh, is, is, is wise. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's unique and uh, certainly he's fearless. And Hitler has a lot of redeeming qualities. He's a very important voice. There's such authenticity to that that it just makes me want to hear more. Nazis are like kind of cool. Speaking truth to power, calling things out, and Kanye West does that. He speaks truth to power. He is one smart guy. Is Kanye trying to be a force for good? Absolutely. Yeah, he is. I am. Now what? Now I'm a Nazi. Very special intellectual renaissance. When you consider like people like Tucker or uh, Kanye. Kanye's genius. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. I'm going to make an analogy. Kunta Kinte and Roots, he, they got him out on a tree and they're whipping him. What's your name? And they want him to say left-wing liberal. Kanye West refuses to live in that box. I mean, you can't help but like him because he is not apologetic. We're going to stop dissing the Nazis all the time. I, I, I think he's dead on on this one. I know for me, it just made me think, man, we could reach so many more people with this uh, powerful movement that believes in freedom. I know that what I'm listening to is unique and interesting. If Kanye West believes it, imagine how many more people out there maybe aren't talking about it, but would like to. I see good things about Hitler also. That's right, Kanye out here speaking truth to power. You can't put him in your box. He'll do what he wants to, yikes. Talk about poorly aged things. Spread that video everywhere, everywhere. And uh, then on this shit show, folks, even Alex Jones understands how crazy it's all going. And he's trying to call Kanye crazy without directly calling Kanye crazy. And Kanye notices. Hour number two, uncensored with yay. Nick Fuentes, I'm your guest host here in insane asylum world because the whole world's crazy not, all of us are nuts this is this is twilight zone 2.0 we will be Don't right back me when you say that no, i'm talking about all of us the whole world's crazy it is crazy uh this is that everything everybody's crazy i i i believe that i'm saying the guest host here because these guys are hosting we'll be right back everybody's crazy pointing at kanye doing his finger to circle we know what you're saying alex man when alex jones calls you crazy you batshit crazy all there is to it. And uh, then, amid all the bizarre uh, goings on, uh, they stopped to tell the story about the dinner they had with Donald Trump. Well, let's have a listen. This um, is the future president you're talking to right now. It's not. Is Nick your running mate? He's not old enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Nick, how old are you? I'm 24. Maybe in a few cycles. And, and Trump loved Nick. He looked at me, he said, where did you find this kid? He had no idea until, what's the guy that wrote the speech that you didn't like? Jason Miller. Jason Miller lied afterwards, after they found out who you were. 
And what did Jason say in the press to start off? Because it, it, it started to be like a series of lie after lie after lie and fake. It wasn't a tweet. It was a truth social after truth social after truth social. So give them the rundown on that. Yeah. So initially, we didn't publish anything about the dinner. It was rumored that Ye went to dinner with Trump. Then it was rumored that I was at the dinner because I walked through the airport in Miami. Then there was a statement from Jason Miller, who spoke as a representative for Trump, and he said, well, Nick Fuentes was not at the dinner. And it was only at that point, which was a lie, it was only at that point when we began to respond, and Ye said, he can't say that. Nick was at the dinner. That was a lie. But, I mean, I actually like the speeches that Jason Miller wrote. Maybe, I mean, he was just scared. <laughs> yeah, Trump lied! Who could have possibly seen that coming? Your hero's a fucking liar, but you guys supported him anyway, even though you knew he was a liar. You don't actually give a shit. And uh, Is it possible for these motherfuckers to be any bigger of dorks than they are? Here is Scammy Davis Jr., Ali Alexander, being added to the group. And God damn it, they are so self-important. Imagine being this much of a loser, but thinking you're some kind of historical hero. Uh, this is a story that uh, that Ye shared. I'm not even going to ask permission because he said he's nobody's hard drive, so I'm nobody's hard drive. You know, Ye was hanging out with Elon, and Elon was sitting there, and they were under a rocket launch, and Elon says to Ye, you know, you have the highest EQ. So there's also the EQ. And what I think Ye is talking about is, like, we've assembled a powerful group of Avengers. We have different experiences, uh, different expertise. We, in fact, even interpret information differently. But we've all got a superpower, and we've got to contribute it to taking down the perma state, the deep state, the globalists, whatever anybody wants to call this, you know, this group that's running us, this depopulation group. Uh, we've got to, you know, rage war against the machine. And if everybody rushes to get canceled, they can cancel none of us. And so I think that today, again, is a historic day in which it's not about agreement. It's an agreement and disagreement against them. Uh, this is That's right. They're actually winning because Kanye is getting canceled for coming out pro-Hitler and Nazis. It just makes sense. Definitely a good plan. Uh, I see no flaws in it. Not going to backfire at all. And then during the middle of the show, Kanye had uh, the world's most popular white supremacist leader tweeting on his Twitter account. You know, the account that Elon Musk just personally restored. And yep, the most popular white supremacist leader in America tweeted out a link to a white supremacy site on Kanye's account. Huh. That's going to bring the advertisers back, isn't it, Elon? A good life decisions. I think that Alex Jones, hey, at least uh, it's not going well. Apparently, he filed for bankruptcy today. I thought he already filed for bankruptcy. I don't know. Apparently, he did it again. He tried to get out of the billion dollars he owes. But all the lawyers are saying, yeah, this ain't going to work, dude. I would be surprised to actually see Alex Jones do some jail time for trying to hide all his money. He should have just paid the fuck up, but he, he he's breaking laws, y'all. I know we often get, uh, I don't know, depressed by the fact that it doesn't seem uh, that the rich are ever held accountable for anything, but I actually think they might come after his ass for this. We'll see what happens. I'll, uh, I'll cross my fingers. And uh, yeah, then Temple... <laughs> after he said, I think Kanye might win the presidency. Then Kanye went on Alex Jones and said, I love Hitler. And then uh, Temple's like, uh, yeah, I was wrong. I'm going to let you finish, but holy fuck, was I wrong? 
I tweeted this before. He did that interview, and well, fuck me, I was very, very wrong. I mean, yeah, it's a day that ends in a Y, and you're Tim Pool. Obviously, you were fucking wrong. You're fucking wrong about everything, Tim Pool. But it's like almost impressive how wrong you are. I mean, it, like, it takes a giant effort to be that fucking wrong. I mean, I almost want to give you a golf clap for the for the wrongness effort there. Impressive. And then they went on Alex Jones' show to talk about how much they love Russia, of course. In terms of Ukraine and Russia, I haven't really seen so much of that in the news. I'm, of course, pro-Putin. I'm very pro-Russia. Um, you know, I am also. Let's go. Yeah. Um, you know, you see that this is just an extension of the United States, neocon establishment, New World Order type stuff. Buzzwords, buzzwords everywhere. Yeah, I love murderers and rapists and people that invade other countries for no good reason. I love people that kill their political enemies, blow up airplanes. Putin's amazing. Way to lend your goddamn platform to that, Alex Jones. But here's the wild thing. Folks, I've been covering Nick Fuentes for, I don't know, 120 years now. Seems like forever. And it's wild to see him on Jimmy Kimmel. I guess it's also sort of sad because, in, in a way, this will be good for him. It gives him recognition out there. But it's also crazy to see Booger Nick Fuentes lampooned on the Jimmy Kimmel show. He's an election denier. He's an anti-vaxxer. He's all the bad things. But I think this, more than anything, sums this gentleman up. What, people calling me gay because I've never had a girlfriend? I think if anything, if anything, it makes me less gay. Never having a girlfriend, never having sex with a woman, really makes you more heterosexual. Because honestly, dating women is gay. <laughs> having sex with women is gay. And having sex with men is gay. And, and you know, it's really, it's all gay. <laughs> <laughs> That was the Christmas episode, by the way. He, Fuentes made a statement today saying Trump didn't know who he was and he didn't mean to bring any negative attention. He's a yeah, but then you made other statements saying you did. So it's almost like you're lying garbage. And uh, then, folks, uh, Marjorie Trader Green finally came out and tried to distance herself from Nick Fuentes and the America First crowd. But let's not let her do that. First off, uh, let's remind herself. And now the, they're going on about Russia. Of the introduction speech that Nick Fuentes gave to her when she agreed to go to this white supremacy conference and speak. Here's what he had to say before she took the stage. And now they're going on about Russia and Vladimir Putin is Hitler. And they say that's not a good thing. And Can we give a round of applause for Russia? Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. We are honored, we are humbled and excited to welcome to the stage right now for our first speech, and we'd love to get to know her much better. I think this is going to be the beginning of something great. The representative from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yay, Marjorie Trader Greene, speaking at our white supremacy event, putting us on the map, and she did. She used her office as the most popular conservative congresswoman in the world to platform that white supremacy convention, which led to stuff like uh, Nick Fuentes hanging out with Kanye and uh, being on Jimmy Kimmel's show. 
But then she came out of a course and then said, of course I denounce Nick Fuentes and his racist, anti-Semitic ideology. I can't comprehend why the media is obsessed with him. Hey, I can't comprehend why anybody knows Nick Fuentes exists. Who gave him a platform? Who possibly could have drawn attention to him and helped him? It's not like I used my position as a congressperson to do so. And uh, let's remind ourselves of what she actually said when people like me called her out for going to a white supremacy convention and speaking. Here's how she defended herself. So I went and gave a speech there. It was Oh my goodness, so many young people uh-huh. um, didn't know much about the group, but uh-huh. gave the same speech I give everywhere. I give I give that speech to like uh, Democrat union workers, give the same speech in my district. How'd they receive it? They loved it. Nice. So did the Democrat union workers. I just saw so many people were tearing you apart for that and it's not unfair. They did, know? you know, and I, I resent the- Is that Temple's girlfriend? Who is this fucking creep show? Good Lord. She looks like she's from a horror movie. No offense. They did. You know, and I I resent the reaction because I don't believe in canceling people. And I think that's wrong. And I I don't know why it's wrong to talk to everyone. Why is that wrong? But no, I got attacked. uh, Even by the right. Oh, I got more attacked by the right, actually. I got canceled by some people. But Mm -hmm. and, and that's unfortunate. And um, I don't think I should, just because someone else doesn't like a person, I shouldn't take on other people's enemies. Uh, those aren't my enemies. I, I'm i literally just working for the good of our country. And I think that involves talking to everyone. And I think those kids needed to hear what I had to say. That's right. Those white supremacists needed to hear what I had to say. Hey, I don't cancel anybody. I'm not about fucking canceling i don't do that only pieces of shit a bell on people and they cancel them just because other people don't like them so it's you guys who are wrong for trying to cancel me is what she said and then yesterday she's like most people in this country has no clue who nick fuentes is and if they heard his statements that he makes they would want nothing to do with him he sounds like a very immature young man saying hateful things about people and, and and calling using a people group talking about the talking about people he doesn't like by an entire people group, which That's is literally horrible. Literally, what you do, literally what you do with Antifa, the left, gays, trans people. This is your entire fucking playbook, you goddamn hypocrite. Well, why would he ever do that? And then also say, no, I'm not racist or I'm not these things. Yeah, you are if you talk that way, because that's how you sound. And I don't know why Kanye West would align himself with that. It makes no sense to me whatsoever, because the reality is, why would anyone want to follow or hang out with someone that condemns an entire group of people constantly? Because you don't cancel them, right? You don't concern yourself with what they think. You just go and speak to them and hang out with them. And who cares, right? When he knows nothing, what has he ever done in his life? What government position or when when has he ever been elected? Really, how how is he so all in the know about all these things that he talks about? Because dipshits in our government gave him a platform and attention that helped give him a with the world clout basically you gave him clout with your office because he knows nothing more than anyone else that can sit there on the internet and google things and look up information whether do. it's real or not and Literally then talk about do. it That's on a podcast or, or or on some 
some social media site. Literally what you do. You're describing yourself. Holy God. But that that's what I'm seeing, and I think it's sad. Yes, it is sad how little self-awareness you actually have. It's sad that anybody follows your stupidity. So uh, at first she's like, I don't cancel anybody. I hung out with everybody. They need to hear me. And then she's like, fuck that guy. I barely knew him. He's a piece of shit. So uh, needless to say, oh, booger eat Nikki boy didn't take that very well. He took the airwaves to fire her back and call her a, a piece of shit, basically. Let's have a listen. What a disgusting person. She totally disavowed me the other day. And then on her show today. Yeah, we just and, saw that. Um, and here's the funny thing. A week ago, she was texting Milo and saying that she wanted to come to the office. Okay? So people don't know that, but a week ago, Milo was saying, oh, Marjorie is texting me. She wants to come out to the Yay24 office and visit. Yeah, no, and in the back of my head, I said, you know what? I said, she is the thirstiest, like, and you, like, like you she... Are. And, and predictably, you know, when it was cool, she was about it. When it was cool, she was going to race over to L.A. to get to the office to appear cool and get attention. And then when the pressure got too hot, oh, then she fled back. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Now I don't want to go. <laughs> now I denounce Nick Fuentes. And it's like. Actually kind of like his uh, Mark Taylor Green accent. That's sort of funny. I don't want to laugh at Nick Fuentes, but that is sort of funny. Okay, so again, when it was when it was the hottest thing in the world, uh, she would do anything to be a part of it. But then the second that it got a little bit uncomfortable, when you know the swastikas came out, then she goes, "Oh, well, not, not even before the swastikas came out." Then yeah, once the swastikas came out, she was like, "What? I'm out of here!" Imagine that. You finally found a uh, line too far for Marjorie Trader Greed, and it was swastikas, huh? She goes, oh, actually, actually, I denounce. And it's just so predictable. Like, and, and I asked a buddy of mine this question the other day. I said, has she ever done anything that shows good character in her entire life? Like, she's just weak. When, she'll go and say something edgy to get attention. That's what you're all and doing. then when the pressure comes, she buckles. You know, she's going to be a MAGA mom and QAnon and all that. And then the second that Kevin McCarthy reprimands her and she loses her committee, she goes and apologizes. And she's going to say, oh, the COVID is like the Holocaust. Oh, so edgy. Wow. Drink up all that attention. Here's the attention you ordered. And then the second it gets too hot, she, oh, I'm sorry. I went to a Holocaust museum and na, 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 na. And it's like, so I, I'm, I'm over her. It's like, and by the way, you know, she wants to be the face of Christian nationalism. She's divorced. Like she's a divorced and she's like actively an adulterer. <laughs> you love to see it, folks. The right eating their own. The conservative movement is collapsing around itself. They're bailing on Trump. They're fighting each other, backbiting. It's amazing to watch. You love to see it. And, uh, then it really got nasty, folks. So this is a little bit of uh, uh, gossip. And you guys know me. I'm way above gossip. I would never slink that. I'm just kidding. I'm going to cover it all. So apparently uh, they hate Marjorie Trader Green now because she turned on Booger Eaton white supremacist Nick Fuentes. So Baked Alaska came out in a podcast and uh, threw out some accusations that apparently are true about how 
The Family Values candidate Marjorie Trader Green, while she was still married to her husband, had an affair with right-wing troll Alex Stein. Remember Alex Stein, the guy who's vaccinate me in my balls, vaccinate me in the holes, vaccinate me in my toes, vaccinate me with some hoes. Know that guy? The guy that just runs around and acts cringy as shit and tries to do gotcha interviews to people, but he just mostly embarrasses himself. You know that guy? Apparently she uh, has done a few podcasts with him and uh, they started banging while she still married her husband. You know, like a good Christian trad wife would do. So anyway... Here's a baked Alaska calling her out about it. Breaking news. I got, I just got some inside intel and this could be big because I noticed Marjorie Taylor Greene just came out and disavowed Nick Fuentes. Did you see that? I did see So that. there's a weird connection between the people coming after me and Nick and you and the real comedy, the real trolls, the real, uh, you know, edgy memes online hey, or whatever. Hey, Baked. What? Do you know what I'm going to say? Uh, do you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> no, I don't. But You go first. I go, first. go first. I'll go first. I just got a text message. I'm not going to say from who, but it's pretty high up there in the command, you know, pretty... Pretty credible source. Uh, I have heard breaking news that Alex Stein allegedly hooked up with Marjorie Taylor Greene while she was married and fucked up her marriage. And she's a whore, basically. And now she's coming after people like Nick Fuentes to save her ass. Oh, my gosh. Is that I don't I I don't know. I don't know. If I allegedly that's what I'm getting. I don't know. Have you heard about uh. this? They're all turned on each other. It's beautiful, folks. It's just hilarious. And yep, such a family first candidate. That's what they always are. Just giant fucking hypocrites. And there's uh, some more evidence that suggests this might be true. Breaking GNN podcaster Pot Offway has leaked DNMs between Canadian comedian, Canadian comedian Alex Stein and Tim Gionette, who's baked Alaska, corroborating their reporting that Stein had an affair with Marjorie Trader Green, and this DM is mean. It kind of makes me feel bad for Marjorie Trader Green because they're making fun of the way she looks. The guy basically had sex with her, and then in private is making fun of how ugly she is. And uh, you know she's going to read this and hear about it. You know it's going to hurt her feelings. And I, I'm so empathetic that I even feel for Marjorie Trader Green, but at the same time, like she is a giant piece of trash and she is hurting our country. And so uh, her to be brought down in any way she could possibly be brought down is actually a good thing. So anyway, uh, message says it definitely happened. Question mark. I heard about your last episode. What happened? You sent in a bounty hunter after people for trolling you, LOL. And then Alex Stein says she doesn't look that great on photos, but she's a freak. So it makes up for it. Laughing my ass, what the? Ruining marriages for the memes. Nice, dude. Wasn't her first time, and I wasn't her last. Oh, snap. So just normal, good, Christian, married people. They stood before God and promised they'd be true and committed till death do them part. But obviously, like everything they fucking else say, hypocrites, hypocrites to the core. They're fucking big. So yikes. But also not surprising in any way. And uh, then, of course, I discovered, I, I did know this, but I wasn't surprised to find out, that there are groups of black people who have been going around the internet and talking about how great Hitler is. 
This is a movement I guess Kanye is a part of now. Here's that little Billy. Says, he knew that black people were the true Hebrews of Israel and that we're jewels from God himself and wanted to stop the false white American Jews from planting a false image. And white America wanted to stop him because they knew he was right. I don't think you're correct about this. I think you might want to crack a book. Look up Jesse Owens and, and shit like that. Y'all not ready for this, though, because we were taught he was racist. I wonder where we could have ever got that idea from. Hmm. And then uh, Chrysalin says, yeah, he not once killed a black man, a black human being, and he's a Taurus. Oh, he's a Taurus? Well, not guilty. Slick the Poet says, bro, you are the shit. I've been laughed at and criticized when I was in high school because I told people the truth, shaking my head. Some people don't deserve the knowledge. Yeah, you stupid motherfuckers. Not really, not willing to listen to how amazing Hitler is. What's wrong with y'all? Stars Four Eyes says, whoa, I never knew this. Like, I kind of like him a little bit. His process was extreme, but like, I get it. Yeah, a little extreme. You know, killing 11 million people, putting 6 million Jews in ovens. A little bit extreme, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. And Mama Cita says, facts. I said this the other day. I just ain't going to detail. Yeah, good thing you didn't, because uh, you're a fucking moron. There's lots of those. I'm not going to read them all, but there was a bunch of those. And uh, not the best, black folks. You particular ones. I'm not blaming all black folks, but you particular ones might want to get your shit together. And uh, shockingly, folks, Tucker Carlson. Did not mention Kanye West once on his show. Instead, he was covering the real important topics like trans activist who shows off his bulge in dresses and bikinis on TikTok interview Biden at the White House. Oh, no. What are we ever going to do? The collapse of our society. Good thing you had the heavy hitters like Adam Carolla on there uh, to explain it to everybody. And then... Daily Wire, which is a little bitty Shapiro's rack, is one of the main ones that was platforming Kanye before all this shit started. And he was like, uh, frankly, Kanye sounds much more sane than virtually everybody else in public life. Yeah, doesn't he? This was just uh, like a month and a half ago, October 7th. And then suddenly Benny is like, yay, is clearly suffering from a mental breakdown. It's an act of cruelty to have him on the air at this point. He needs treatment, not a spotlight. Yeah. I wonder who on earth could have possibly given this man a spotlight. Who could be responsible for this, Ben Shapiro? It's a mystery. God forbid your tiny ass ever take fucking responsibility for anything. And uh, then he starts calling him out again. And it doesn't go well for him with his own fan base. He says, Jay is clearly suffering from mental breakdown. I read that to you before. And then his fans are like, Boo! I strongly disagree with you, Ben. I beg to differ. Big L from Shapiro, you got that wrong. No, I believe he's speaking the truth about the way Hollywood manipulates people and controls them. He said that he was able to break free from billion-dollar contracts with one tweet. Pretty genius, in my opinion. Darn Ross says, has anybody considered he might just be right and telling the truth? Enzadati says, in a world full of lies, the truth's going to sound crazy. Kenny says, this is why free speech is fake. Silence the ones with the facts, right? Sounds like the people he talks about are having the mental breakdown. So, yep, yeah, this is the kind of trash you're attracting, Ben Shapiro. 
this is your audience. This is your fan base. Learn to love it. You marinated in it. And uh, they will literally fucking say anything, folks. It's almost hard for me to believe, but it's not. So Kanye West does nothing but hang out with far, far right white supremacists who have done nothing but support Trump the whole way. Every single one of them Republicans. He's done nothing but spread white supremacist Republican talking points and Christian nationalism. So guess who Dave Rubin says is to blame? Guess. I bet you can't guess. You're right, folks. It's the left. Everything Kanye is doing is leftist somehow. So Kanye is is off, I would say, in a, in a very dangerous place. And everything that Kanye is doing is leftist. It is based on all of the bad ideas, grouping people based off of race and religion and or sexuality. These are the bad ideas. That's right. It's the last thought, folks. Nothing but right-wing talking points. Nothing but right-wing people. Nothing but right-wing platforms all day long. But it's the left. He's so leftist. Obviously, it's not their fault. It's never their fault, folks. It's always the left to blame somehow. Just don't think about it. And uh, at first, Candace Owens was like, I know a lot of blue check marks have been at the edge of their seat to see if anything has changed. But me and Ye are still friends. You guys are completely powerless to influence my relationship. Yeah, this was last month. Month and a half ago, October 19th. You guys are powerful. I don't care what you say or do. I'm never going to stop being friends with Kanye uh, 24 hours later. Crickets. Nothing to say about it. On today's show, Candace Owens did not mention her BFS pro Hitler tirade. Instead, she talked about porn and the Adams family. Because, of course, she did. Never going to own up to anything. Never going to point the attention to her shortcomings. Why would they? They don't have to. Their audience doesn't expect them to. And, uh. At least the right is starting to distance themselves a little bit, but it's hilarious how late they are to jumping off the bandwagon. So a very popular tweet from the House Judiciary GOP, you know, one of the highest political bodies in the land, they tweeted out, Kanye, Elon, and Trump. Yeah, there's a list that didn't age well. This was just a couple months ago, 10-6-22, and today finally deleted the tweets. Huh. I guess... Suddenly, Kanye, Elon, and Trump were not the best representatives for the House Judiciary GOP. Hmm. Age like milk, motherfuckers. Gotta love it. But at least a few heroes arose to make light and also point out some uh, uh, good takes on this situation, as our heroes are wont to do. First and foremost, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. Oh, me so horny. Oh, oh, me so horny. What's that? Apparently, that's the wrong Luke Skywalker. Don't matter. Anyway, uh, Luke says, we have to keep dissing the Nazis all the time. This is in reference to uh, Kanye says, we have to stop dissing the Nazis all the time. Uh, No, we don't. We literally don't have to do that. We should diss diss them all the time. That's probably for the best, in my opinion. Even Biden speaking out against it. Never would have saw Trump doing stuff like this. Biden said, I just want to make a few things clear. The Holocaust happened. It's a brave stance. Hitler was a demonic figure, another one. And instead of giving it a platform, our political leaders should be calling out and rejecting anti-Semitism wherever it hides. Silence is complicity. You go, boy. 
I don't like everything you do, but uh, thank you for speaking some common sense like the president should be doing. And you know who is a soothsayer? Yeah, me, of course. I predict all kinds of bullshit. But also, Bill Burr predicted the fuck out of this. Hopefully, this does not get me copyrighted. It's a very short clip. Aged amazingly, this short clip uh, from Bill Bill Burr's comedy segment about Kanye. Okay. Next time Kanye's going off on himself, I'm telling you, just close your eyes, forget it's him, and really listen to what is coming out of this guy's mouth. He says shit like, I'm a genius. I'm a god. I'm Shakespeare. My biggest regret is I'll never get to see myself perform live. That's a direct quote. My biggest regret is I'll never get to see myself perform live. Dude, you put that ego in a white dude that is, it's benign in the streisand. What's the Blitzkrieg? What's the superior race? Nailed it. Saw that coming. Good bit there. And uh, at least another thing has kind of come good out of it. The Kanye West subreddit has been taken over. I guess it wasn't taken over. I guess it's just fans who are turning on him. And they've turned a great deal of the Kanye subreddit into a Taylor Swift appreciation Reddit thread. Here's a, yep. This sub right now, it's all Taylor Swift all the time, apparently. Crazy timeline we live in. Strange bedfellows. Kanye fans, Taylor Swift fans joining together to hate Kanye. So she all over it. And you guys know me. I love me some Taylor Swift. I ain't even fucking playing. Uh, I, I, I just want her so bad. Like, I not like in a sexual way. Just like I want to hang out with her and... Uh, talk politics and stuff and uh then guys remember when kanye was gonna buy parlor of course you do he had to have his own right-wing platform hey elon has one trump has one kanye needs one too well apparently and i know we're all gonna be shocked by this the deal has fallen through maga hellhole parlor says kanye deal is off after a horrific alex jones sit down uh, Parler saying they bailed because they didn't like the speech. They said, in response to numerous media inquiries, Parliament Technologies would like to confirm that the company has mutually agreed with Ye to terminate the internet, the intent of sell a Parler. The decision was made in the interest of both parties in mid-November, so it seems like it happened before. I think Kanye is having financial problems anyway. Seems like he might be going bankrupt, which I think is beautiful. So, couldn't afford his echo chamber anymore. You love to see it. Hopefully, even worse things are going to happen to this giant piece of shit. And all right, that's my Kanye coverage for now. But the hijinks of Kanye are going to continue in the next section. So stay with me. Let's take a quick break and read what the dirty, sexy pores have to say. Kanye should maybe visit Auschwitz before talking about the Holocaust. Kanye don't give a fuck about any of that. Kanye might not even work that way. He doesn't care if he hurts people. Kanye only is concerned about Kanye. And I guess he doesn't realize how bad he's hurting himself. and thinks that any press is good press. thinks any attention is good attention. I think he learned that from Donald Trump. He saw Donald Trump troll people and act like a giant piece of shit. And he's like, hey, I can do that. Trump was the biggest piece of shit we've ever seen. And they made him president. Maybe if I'm an even bigger piece of shit, they'll make me president. Even people like Tim Pool thought it was possible. That's how deluded these people are. The words I can use in Super Chat were... Fucker and clucker. All right. Well, I will be sure to read that. I got one more long section 
And then I'm going to read all the Super Chats. So be sure to get your Super Chats in to support the show, folks. You know you want to. But for now, it's time for He Shall Be Elon. And uh, nobody made me an intro video for this. I asked you guys on the last show. And shockingly, none of you motherfuckers wanted to work for me for free. Provide me with free labor for nothing. What is wrong with you people? Selfish. Selfish. So I just had to do the old intro to this section. I guess I'm going to make my own. Do my own fucking bullshit. Whatever, internet. Don't help me out or nothing. And uh, first off, on this week's Elon section, Elon has purchased Ron DeSantis. So you guys remember the last show I was talking about Elon setting fire his relationship with Apple for some reason. We're going to go into more of that detail of that in a second. But this is as crony as it fucking possibly gets. Elon, who was donating to the DeSantis campaign, who was publicly supporting Ron DeSantis on pretty much the biggest social media side as far as uh, people sharing information like political and shit, which is what's happening on Twitter right now. So an incredibly important ally for Ron DeSantis so he has completely sold his soul and now threatening Apple that they're going to use their positions in government to punish Apple if Apple does anything against Elon Musk that costs Elon Musk money. This should be an investigation. Like seriously, this should be an impeachable fucking offense to do shit like this. Angering, let's have a look. Very concerning and then when you also hear reports that Apple is threatening to remove Twitter from the App Store because Elon Musk is actually opening it up. It has nothing to do with that. Like all the other advertisers, they're scared that if they advertise on the website, that their ad is going to be below some kind of horrific bullshit they want to be associated with. Like, I'm going to show you in a minute. Kanye sharing a swastika. So Kanye posts a swastika, and then right under that, they can have an ad for Pepsi, which makes it look like Pepsi is the sponsor of this racist fucking swastika. And Pepsi don't want any fucking part of that, which is why they want to ensure that Twitter has brand safety to make sure no one's going to take a screenshot of a swastika and underneath it, sponsored by Pepsi, which makes their company look really fucking bad. It has nothing to do with fucking free speech. It has nothing to do with... Elon bringing free speech to any platform, which he's not doing. But even if he was doing that, it has nothing to fucking do with that whatsoever. You guys are just spinning this to try to make it look like you're free speech warriors when all you're trying to do is punish companies for not giving money to the richest man in the fucking world. You've bought and sold our government out to kowtow and do the bidding of the world's richest man, which is exactly what politicians have always done, and more specifically conservatives for free speech and is restoring a lot of accounts that were uh, unfairly and illegitimately suspended for putting out accurate information about COVID. That's like one of the main things that's being reinstated. So many things these experts were wrong at and you had people on Twitter that were calling that out and Twitter, the old regime in Twitter, their response was to try to just suffocate the dissent. And, and uh, they were worried that people were spreading misinformation. They get, might get people killed. But also the advertisers didn't want their ads displayed under people that were denying 
COVID-19 that were telling people not to get vaccinated and were pushing for cures that didn't work and would lead to people's deaths, which is capitalism. These people fucking hate goddamn capitalism. It's wild. And Elon Musk knows that's not a winning formula, and so he's uh, providing free speech. And so Apple responds to that uh, by nuking them from, from the App Store. You know, I think that that would be a huge, huge mistake, and it would be a really raw exercise of monopolistic power that I think would merit a response uh, from, from the United States Congress. And so uh, don't be a vassal of the CCP on one hand and then use your corporate power in the United States on the other to suffocate Americans and try to suppress their right to express themselves. How about don't use your position in government to threaten a company if they don't give a billionaire fucking money? Just corrupt and as crooked as it fucking possibly gets. And he wasn't the only one doing this. Ted Cruz was out there doing exactly the same thing, threatening a private company if they don't do what another private company wants them to do. Apple has a major presence in Texas, right? If I'm not mistaken, their financial headquarters is there in Austin. Do you yeah. anticipate any kind of pushback from Governor Abbott or anybody else in Texas? Look, I, I think if, if Apple and other companies make the decision that they are more interested in, number one, man manufacturing products in China, and number two, uh, accessing the Chinese market than they are in 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 standing with the United States of America, I think there are going to be real and significant repercussions. I think this is also intertwined with the push from the Biden White House and from Democrats for Apple to deplatform Twitter. The left is so mad. Have they? I've seen nobody encourage Apple to deplatform Twitter. Is he making this up? I assume so, but I know nobody on the left has called this out. Now, Apple can if they want to, they have the right to do so. But I haven't seen anybody call for that. That Elon Musk purchased Twitter and made a very simple decision. We're going to allow free speech. We're going to allow people That's to speak. True. We're not going to censor you, even if people. we disagree with you. And the left is losing their mind. Frankly, today's Democratic Party, today's big tech, today's corporate America is just like the communists in China, which is they want to censor, they want to silence their opponents. If your opponents are wrong, Lay out the reasons why they're wrong. Argue with them on the merits, but... Yeah, argue with me on if you should be able to exist or not. Argue with me on whether Hitler was actually a good dude or not. Argue with me whether black folks should still be slaves. Yeah, let's sit around and have this conversation. Why don't you want to debate this with me? Today's left would rather use power to silence them, and I got to say... You mean free speech? Yes. Contacting advertisers and telling advertisers you won't support them anymore if they support other people that you feel are hurting our society is a very integral part of free speech. If Apple tries to deplatform Twitter, I think it would be a massive escalation, and I think it, it would redound very badly for Apple if they give in to the calls from, from today's censoring left. So they're literally threatening Apple. If you guys do what you want to do, if you decide not to give Elon Musk money, psh, we're going to come after you. Just crony, cronies. Elon Musk got them bought and paid for, but of course, the richest man in the world does. And no surprise. And then, after Elon went public and made the claim that Apple was threatening to remove them from the Apple's Play Store, he got called to the principal's office, basically got called to the headquarters of Apple because Apple never made any such claim. 
This was something that Elon Musk was just making fucking up out of whole cloth in order to play the victim and make conservative politicians put pressure on Apple to do what he wanted to do. So he says, good conversation. Among other things, we resolved the misunderstanding about Twitter potentially being removed from the App Store. Tim was clear that Apple never considered doing so right. Elon Musk is the only person that ever said they were considered doing that, really. So, uh, and as Vivian says, so they made you go to their headquarters, got you to publicly admit that you lied, and you still have to pay them 30%? I see why they're worth $2.45 trillion and you paid $44 billion for a $10 billion company. And yep, exactly what happened. But not stopping them, folks. This is why Apple was even considering maybe uh, thinking about not being the app store anymore or thinking about not having advertising dollars on Twitter anymore. Twitter is no longer enforcing its COVID misinformation policy. They pulled that. They have it on their website now. We're no longer enforcing it. So COVID misinformation is now open season on Twitter. And they're posting it like gangbusters. And yes, Elon Musk owns the site. He has every right to have these people post on the site if he wants to. But if advertisers don't want their advertiser, their ads underneath people claiming that the COVID vaccine murders you or people claiming that ivermectin is better than the COVID vaccine, that's not a free speech issue. They don't hate free speech because they don't want to be associated with that. They don't hate free speech because they don't want to sponsor that. That is capitalism. So yes, you're going to continuously lose money if you do this. But of course, they're going to bitch and play the victim and claim that everybody hates free speech and they're free speech warriors. And prepare your shock face. According to the New York Times, hate speech rise on Twitter is unprecedented right now. And obviously, we know this is true. It's very clear why it's true. The article says, before Elon Musk bought Twitter, slurs against black Americans showed up on the social media service an average of 1,282 times a day. After the billionaire became Twitter owner, they jumped to 3,876 times a day. Slurs against gay men appeared on Twitter 2,500 times a day on average before Mr. Musk took over. Afterwards, their use rose to 3,964 times a day. And anti-Semitic posts referring to Jews or Judaism soared more than 61% in the two weeks after Mr. Mur- Mr. Musk acquired the site. These findings from the Center for Countering Digital Hate, the Anti-Defamation League, and other groups that study Online platforms provide the most comprehensive picture to date of how conversations on the Twitter have changed since Mr. Musk completed his $44 billion deal. The shift in speech is just the tip of the set of changes on the service under Musk. Elon Musk sent up a bat signal to every kind of racist, which he did. Misogynist and homophobe that Twitter was open for business said Imran Ahmed, the chief executive of Center for Countering Digital Hate. They have reacted accordingly. Of course they did. They know that they're no longer going to be banned, most likely, for harassment, bigotry, hatred, racism, sexism. And so obviously they returned to the site, and obviously they're doing what they do. He basically laid out a Pied Piper's call for trolls, and they came in mass. Exactly like common sense would suggest they would do. And yep, here's just the average day of Twitter. Here's just a screenshot from what's trending on Twitter yesterday. Kanye, he made graduations, Nazis, Kyle Rittenhouse, blackface. Yep, 
It's a cesspool now. Of which no one should be surprised about. And uh, of course, my sycophants are still out there misrepresenting the situation, like Lex Friedman, who's a Chud interviewer. Apple should support free speech. Literally has nothing to do with free speech. According to these people, if Apple does not want their ads underneath a swastika, they hate free speech. I don't care how you say the word swastika. I say it swastika. I'm always going to say it like that. That's not a violation of free speech just because they don't want their ads underneath a swastika. They don't want today's swastika sponsored by Apple. This is not a fucking free speech issue, you goddamn morons. But of course, they always have to reframe it as a lie because this is all they got. The truth doesn't work for them. So they have to mislead you. And even Janine, box of wine Janine, uh, whatever the fuck her last name is, is out there calling for Elon Musk to reinstate Nick Fuentes on Twitter. Are you hanging out with Kanye again? Do not even. I would like to talk about that. So if it'll be interesting to see when all of these people who have been banned, I know Kanye was only suspended for a couple weeks because of his anti-Semitic tweet, but it will be interesting to see how far Musk will go in terms of restoring accounts to people who are really repugnant, repugnant. And I'm sure he won't bring on, you know, bring back Nick Fuentes or Alex Jones, but that will be repugnant versus another standard. I what? Mean, no, that, the, no, Holocaust you know what? deniers hate, are just straight speech, up repugnant. Hate speech is protected by so the you want First Nick Amendment Fuentes and the Constitution and the United States Supreme Court. Right. And if the government tries to shut Nick Fuentes up, or if, like, uh, the government came in and tried to force Kanye to remove, not Kanye, Elon to remove Nick Fuentes, then that would be a violation of his First Amendment free speech rights. But that does not apply to a private corporation. What are you suggesting? You suggesting that the government force Elon Musk to allow Nick Fuentes to come back so it doesn't violate his First Amendment free speech rights? That's the only in scenario that makes any sense by what you're saying. That's what you'd have to believe. If you believe that it's a violation of Nick Fuentes' First Amendment rights not to be on Twitter, then you would have to believe that the government should step in and protect his First Amendment rights, right? And force Elon Musk to put Nick Fuentes on there. But then, if you did that, what you would be doing is you would be forcing Twitter to basically go bankrupt because advertisers do not want to be posting their sponsorships under tweets of white supremacists to put great Nick Fuentes. So you'd be, in essence, destroying the private company of Elon Musk because you don't understand how the First Amendment works. It's just so stupid. All of you are such fucking morons. And apparently Elon Musk or somebody on Elon Musk's team, they suspended and then they unsuspended for no reason. Media Matters reporter Andrew Lawrence. The only post he made before he got suspended was one post criticizing Elon Musk for Neuralink and also a post that claims that Tesla's humanoid robot would be ready in six months. And it's been more than six months and we've had heard not a peep about it. So clearly criticizing Elon Musk gets you suspended. Now they brought him back when attention was brought to this. But other people are not so lucky. This has been happening all over Twitter. This guy posted, Elon Musk should pay taxes. Hi, Eli Ehrlich. Your account has been locked for violating Twitter rules. You violated our rule for hateful conduct. Yes, yeah, so hateful for suggesting 
Billionaire Elon Musk pay his taxes. Eric Zhu says, maybe if Elon Musk didn't buy avocado toast, he wouldn't be asking us for $8. Delete tweet. You violated our rules against hateful conduct. You're not allowed to speak out against our Lord and Savior Elon Musk on his platform. But also, he's a free speech absolutist, right? He's just coming to restore free speech to us all. Isn't that right? Isn't that the true narrative? And of course, he's brought back some of the biggest scumbags in the world, like Carl Benjamin, Sargon of Akkad. But this is what they always do, folks. Here's the uh, free speech warriors. They continuously threaten to sue anybody who speaks out against them in order to intimidate them to shut the fuck up. And Open Secret says, you must have missed this. James Lindsay also loves tweeting back and forth hundreds of times with Nikki Klein, the high-ranking member of the convicted pedophile sex cult. But just ignore that part. Of course, he threatens, might have to think about suing you. Yeah, fuck your free speech. Of course, he's not going to do this. He's not going to sue anybody. He's just trying to threaten to intimidate people to shut them the fuck up because they don't actually give a shit about anybody's free speech at all. Everything they say is a lie. Here's Carl Benjamin. Sorry, I got a vet cod, who Elon Musk reinstated. Somebody posted, you should sue for defamation. It's the only language they speak. I have contacted a series of defamation lawyers, and I have archived tweets from certain people who should know better. Things are emotions. Yeah! Free speech warrior Sargon going to sue you all over your tweets. But, of course, he's not going to do that. He's just trying to intimidate you to shut you up because they're garbage. Everything they say they believe in is bullshit. And, you know, Elon Musk is relying on polls now. In order to basically do whatever he wants to do, he's already made up his mind what he wants to do. And so he puts a poll out knowing what the outcome of the poll is going to be. And therefore, when the poll ends and it already has the result that he wanted, he can say, I'm doing this because the people demanded it. But he knows it's just what he wanted to do to begin with. Well, the former employees of the companies who ran controlling all the bots and how the polls work, went public and stated, uh, yeah, the polls are the most corrupt thing on the entire goddamn website. We have basically a program that helps us block out all the bots when people post, but that program is not run on polls, so the polls are the easiest thing on Twitter to manipulate and get any result you want. And we know that's happening. Most likely, uh, Russian trolls are doing a lot of the uh, voting on Elon Musk's post, but like I said... He's just trying to get the result he wants so he can claim that he's not some kind of uh, Twitter dictator. Twitler. When he actually fucking is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so back to Kanye. Now the hijinks of Kanye on uh, Twitter continue. So you guys remember when Kanye was saying anti-Semitic shit before on Twitter and then uh, Elon Musk was all worried about how it was making him look in public. It was bad optics. And he couldn't just ban Kanye West because he was going on about, hey, he's such a free speech warrior. The only reason he was doing all this was to protect free speech so he could save the world. It was that important. So instead, he put out this message that, hey, I talked to Kanye. Talked to Ye and expressed my concerns about his recent tweet, which I think he took to heart. Yeah, I saw the problem, folks. I talked to Kanye about why he shouldn't be anti-Semitic and uh, fix the problem. Nothing to see here. And the next thing you know, yeah, Kanye's posting swastikas. That's how you pronounce that. Look it up, swastika. Yep. 
Your little heart-to-heart with Kanye sure went well, didn't it, Elon? You solved that problem, so yay, 24, love to everyone. It's a swastika inside a Star of David. Nazis mixed with Judaism. Great fucking mix. So, then apparently, I guess, Elon was embarrassed because he went to bat for Kanye and started sending him private messages with Kanye then leaked. Elon text Kanye, sorry, but you have gone too far. This is not love. And then he posts a screenshot of the swastika with the Star of David, to which Kanye says, uh, who are who are you to judge, basically? And then he posts more screenshots. And Elon says, our father, which are in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, that will be done. I can't, I guess that maybe since Kanye says this. No, no, you know, Kanye says, who are you made a judge? And then uh, Elon says some wild thing about our father who is in heaven. I guess he thinks it's Jesus. And then I guess Kanye meant in Jesus' name, but he says I'm Jesus' name. And then shows that he got banned for 12 hours. But it's been more than 12 hours, so I'm thinking he might have got permanently banned. I guess so much for fucking free speech, right? And so he knew he was going to get banned. And so this is the last thing Kanye posted. Let's always remember, this is my final tweet. And of course, he goes rogue on Elon Musk and posts the picture of him looking like a uh, glow-in-the-dark specter with his fat-ass shirt off getting hosed down like the whale he is. And guess what happened next? As soon as he posts this picture, folks... Delete it! Belly up! Musk got rid of Kanye immediately, but he got, wants you guys to know, hey, I didn't get rid of him because he posted that picture of me that made me look like shit, and I was embarrassed. No! I actually love that picture. He says, uh, just clarifying that his account is being suspended for incitement to violence, not an unflattering pic of me being hosed by Ari. Frankly, I found those pics to be helpful. Motivation to lose weight. Yeah, I love it when people make fun of how fat and white I am. It's actually great. It's all going splendidly. No, I got rid of him for inciting violence. So, of course, Milo, former intern to Marjorie Trader Green and now consultant to Kanye. I guess this is his uh, telegram. Telegrammed out um, a defense of the swastika. Milo says, yes. Or yay, suspension for posting two interlocking historical symbols was outrageous. A five-alarm warning against artistic expression on Twitter. And of course, nothing to do with incitement to violence. Yay! But obviously, Elon Musk did it because he's desperate to have advertisers return and he doesn't actually give about free he doesn't actually give a shit about free speech at all. He's worried about going bankrupt at this point. He's still got to toe that line and pretend like that's what he's all about because that's what his sycophants continue to spread. That's the narrative. But obviously, it's not true in any fucking way whatsoever. Free speech is whatever he says it is. But of course, his sycophants can explain it away however they want to. It doesn't matter what reason and logic is. They'll say shit like, Freedom of speech means being confronted with ideas and images that make you uncomfortable. Pretty sure 80% of Twitter agrees that it's cr- it's a cringe image, but you cannot stand on the... Oh, that's not even what I wanted. Oh, they deleted it. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. The guys whose tweet I was going to read 
Oh, it was, I don't know what the fuck this is. Anyway, I think he, I think he uh, suspended that guy. That's pretty funny. Anyway, moving on. So much for free speech. And Kanye West sickle fans are just the dumbest motherfuckers on earth. They're, they're so Johnny on the spot to defend their God, man. And they can't even tell when something is a joke or not. They're so dumb, they don't even know The Onion is satire. So The Onion puts out this article. CEO explains why their brand stopped advertising on Elon Musk's Twitter. And of course, this is a uh, fake tweet from disgraced Sam Bankman-Fried of the now bankrupt FTX, who says, That place is a hellhole. You'd have to be out of your mind to be associated with it now, you know, which is a joke, because this guy is disgraced. And so Renee Orifice says, Says the asshat who stole millions, billions from his clients. And yeah, ma'am, this is the onion. It's not real, you fucking moron. And this is how pathetic they are, folks. Like I said on the last show, I don't know anybody on the left who worships human beings like the right worships dudes. I, I guess it's just something in their character, their nature. That's why they are so attracted to these strong men characters like Hitler and uh, Trump. I guess they think Trump is a strong man. It's ridiculous. He's not in any way. But Trump and DeSantis, who they think are strong men, they're, they're so attracted to these figures for some reason. But it's just pathetic. The word cut comes to mind. So this guy's all mad at Adam Conover because Adam Conover dared do a podcast and call Elon Musk a moron. And so this guy made a video uh, whining about it. Watch how pathetic this is. Elon Musk is such a, he's such a fucking moron. <laughs> the guy. I literally had to step outside to make this video when I saw that. I was so angry by this podcast. I had to step outside and cool down. It doesn't seem like you're very mentally secure. Seems like you're kind of frail and snowflakey, my dude. That's just a classic example of some losers of the podcast talking about shit they know nothing about. You're seriously saying Elon Musk is a moron. Some of the brightest minds in the world, guys from Harvard, Stanford, MIT, Yale, they have been recorded on tape, said it out loud, on a camera, that they have never seen a human as brilliant and as hardworking as Elon Musk. Are you serious? Are you serious? I thought it was a joke at first. This dude is antisocial for a reason. It's because there's a million thoughts going through his head every second. Any of these guys on this podcast would be graced to even look at this guy for a second. But I get it. That's what gets you views. You say, Yeah, you'd be graced to even gaze upon Elon Musk and all his glory and beauty. You would just melt. Be like a scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark where your skin just melts from your flesh. Don't gaze upon him. He's too glorious. Just good goddamn, dude. I can't imagine. Like, I was thinking today, is there anybody I would even be excited to meet? Much less, like, worship like this. Just anybody that I even give a shit about enough to meet. I couldn't think of a single fucking person that I would care about meeting at all. Like, I literally... Like, I wrote a book one time and I dedicated it to Stephen King. And I don't even give a shit about meeting Stephen King. I would just feel awkward meeting Stephen King. I'm like, what the fuck do I say to him? You know? I don't be like everybody else. Oh, I'm such a big fan. Oh, I like this book and that book. He's Stephen fucking King. He heard that a billion times. He don't want to listen to my dumb ass. I'd feel embarrassed to meet Stephen King. So I just don't get these people. They're just in a totally different universe than I am. Just weirdos. It's no wonder they're so easily drawn into cults. 
And speaking of which, holy shit, Intellectual Dark Web member Brett Weinstein. Just 24 hours sucking Elon Musk nuts. I mean, you got to suck those motherfuckers off. Watch how cringe this is. Watch how embarrassing this is. This guy, almost 60, and he's in love with Elon. But the other part of this puzzle is something Dark Horse viewers and listeners will be well familiar with, which is the idea that zero is a special number and that what's going on with Elon Musk and Twitter is a potentially decisive battle. I think most people outside of the zero is a special number conversation don't really understand. They may think it's very good, but they don't understand that actually this could be the object on which our predicament pivots and that for that reason, it is much more important than its percentage of the conversation would suggest, right? That A, Elon is probably in more danger than you would ordinarily expect over a business play like this. Fiduciary danger? Every kind of danger. Oh. Let's put it this way. If, if I'm right about the zero as a special number thing, then the ability to generate a platform in which free speech actually reigns, and he figures out how to police the correct boundaries of that, where you deal with the stuff that's illegal, maybe you deal with certain kinds of content that don't belong on Twitter, Right. But that by and large, people are allowed to express ideas, offensive or not, wrong, right, doesn't matter. We are allowed to hash these things out um, the way uh, the founders intended. If he does that, we live in a different world. Right. That's the zero is a special number argument. We live in a different world if that happens. Therefore, the things that cannot survive in that world are going to take up arms against it in all kinds of forms. Mm -hmm. There is no better play on the map, not even close to the one that Musk is engaged with at Twitter. Do I know for sure that the guy's for real? I don't. But again, there's no better play anywhere. And the chances that he's for real seem pretty high. So um, I would suggest something like uh, hashtag got your back, hmm. that that ought to be the mechanism by which we rally behind him and stare down these advertisers that want to kill off free Twitter because they can't live in a world where we get to talk. Yeah, I dare advertisers going to spend their money on what they want to. And they gonna kill Elon Musk, y'all. He's in such danger. I'm so glad these guys are finally standing up against the elite with their hero and leader, the richest man in the world, Elon Musk. You know, definitely not part of the elite in any way. Whatever, don't think about it, folks. Don't think about it. It's all good. Just holy God, this guy, you know, every night, just under the covers, farting. Just loves his fucking farts. Hotboxing himself on the nightly. And, uh, what is this? Oh, yeah. So why he's suspending everybody and their dog for criticizing him, Elon Musk bringing back some of the worst human garbage on the planet. After suspending Kanye West for anti-Semitism, Elon Musk has restored the account of neo-Nazi Andrew Anglin, publisher of the Daily Stormer. You guess what the Daily Stormer is? Perhaps the most vile website that's not child porn. Just the craziest, most ridiculous white supremacy website that you could possibly imagine. The Internet's largest neo-Nazi website. Yep. 
I wonder why advertisers are fleeing, huh? They must hate free speech. Imagine them finding their ads underneath one of these guys' posts. Imagine somebody taking a screenshot and saying, Hey, today's white supremacist post by neo-Nazi uh, Andrew Anglin is sponsored by Hertz Rent-A-Car. Yeah, that'll definitely look good, won't it? Once again, nothing to do with free speech. These are companies wanting to make sure their advertiser dollars go to somewhere that's brand safe and they won't come back to bite them. You know, capitalism. The system you guys claim you love. This is how it works, working as intended. Eh, I guess we're going to skip over that. Um, But at least uh, some people are starting to bail out of the Elon Musk circus. Elon Musk Twitter is full of people swearing off Tesla. His hijinks are coming back to bite him in the ass and good. Tesla led in the EV market is unquestionably strong, particularly in the U.S., where the carmaker has steadily sold more vehicles. Uh, Tesla shares are up. Um, but Tesla brand has also taken a hit from Musk antics and his protracted Twitter adventure. 100X has been tracking Tesla since 2019, and in recent months, its research shows a drop in loyalty among Tesla owners. Until May of this year, the company outperformed the other automakers, with around 70% of their owners saying they were likely to buy from the brand again. That rate has slid below 60%, while the rest of the industry hovers around 65%. The trend is basically the same. 100X finds on the question of whether owners would recommend the brand to a friend, sentiment about Tesla quality, reliability, service, and brand values have all turned more negative over the past few months. The future loyalty data is really, really worrisome, if you're Tesla, because it tends to translate into market share six to nine months out, Pace said. This would suggest there are storm clouds ahead. So hopefully, hopefully it comes back to bite him on the ass more. Hopefully he takes some slings and arrows for this. Uh, The Twitter stock did go up like 8% this week. So it has rebounded a little bit. So we'll see what happens. And of course, once again, Do not key every Tesla you see. Do not do that. They have cameras, okay, all over them, right? So you would have to wear a mask or something without getting in trouble. So do not do that. Do not in any way, shape, or form key every single Tesla you see. I do not suggest that. That would be a bad thing to do. And then this week, apparently uh, Musk says he's going to start brain chipping people. Musk says brain chip to begin human trials soon and plans to get one himself. Of course, Elon will say anything to make his stock rise. You know, he said that the robots will be out in six months. Ten years ago, he said we'd be on Mars in ten years. Hyperloop. Dude just is full of shit. Just hype up his sickle fence with any bullshit that comes to his goddamn mind. So we'll see if this happens. Um, but, uh, but no one's talking about apparently how he killed 3,000 monkeys with a neural link implant. Seems bad, but I'm not going to lie, folks. I'd be one of the first ones to get the goddamn brain shove. I don't care if it's Elon or not. Like, I want to be a fucking robot. If scientists that work for him say it's okay, fucking hook me up to a, a battery and jumper cables. I don't give a shit. Sounds good to me. And this means pretty dead on, though. Bill Gates says, let's make more vaccines. And then the chuds are like, no. You will put microchips in our body and track us. And then Elon Musk says, I will literally put a microchip in your brain. And they're like, nice. 
Elon's the man. He rules. It's like, ah, shit, dudes. I'm just saying. A little bit hypocritical on your part. And all right, folks, that is my He Shall Be Elon section. Rocked it out in a very special long episode. And folks, do you love my show? Yeah, you do. You're watching it right now. I lost uh, 10, 12 patrons this week. I lost about $100 a month because that always happens at the beginning of every month. You, you lose a bunch. That's just how the system works. So I only make money off this show from patron and from the Super Chat. So please consider helping me out a dollar to a month, whatever you can afford. I know it's a pain in the ass to go do this. But if you can, if you like what I do, please support it so I can continue to do it because I, I work my ass off. I miss the fucking parade, y'all. So please help if you can. And now... Super Chats, don't go anywhere, folks. We have a large Chud Watch coming at you in five minutes, so stay tuned. And please hit the like button. Uh, do it to it. Jello Fortune Lord, say thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Welcome to Dust Buddy, Arby. You're one of the cool kids now. Jim Dolan is a PTL hero. What? That's one of the big ones. That's a superhero. Love from sunny and peaceful. Bercias Nariet, Mexico, brothers and sisters. I know I uh, didn't say that even close, but I love you. Origami Abby, just call me Abby. Oh, I didn't do that. I'm home with COVID. I'm sorry. Until December 8th, could use some movie TV recommendations. I favor science fiction, thrillers, and horror. We have HBO Max. You know what I just finished this week? The Strain. For some reason, I never watched it the first time. You know what I like about it? It has four seasons, and they clearly knew the show was going to end after four seasons. And so they wrote it in a way that it had an ending. Now, most shows, they cancel them before the show even knows the direction is going. And so you never have any closure. Well, this show actually had a fucking ending after four seasons, and they did a really good job. So if you haven't seen that, The Strain is one I recommend. Uh, Danny Nerdmick, Dusty's more Christ-like than 95% of evangelicals, and I exist, so point to me. Having manic depression, Kanye gives us a bad name. You can't blame that on his mental illness. He's just a piece of shit. Arby, thank you for the live stream and the warm welcome. Peace and love. Hey, peace and love to you, brother. Floyd Fluff and stuff. A cat and kittens in the attic. Too cute. I feed them, but don't know what to do. Mama is feral, and they are getting there. Do I trap them one by one and separate them? I'll never catch the mama. You could get you a uh, a cat trap from Walmart. It's like, I don't know, 30 bucks or something. It works really well. That's how we trap all ours. That's what I recommend. Happy leveling up day to Carrie Gamer birthday. Hell yeah. Happy birthday to you. Uh, DBW512. Love you, dude. Love you back. Merry holidays. I am ex-evangelical church, current son, love, garlic, antichrist. Peace. Oh, galactic antichrist. Hey, yeah. Or anarchist. I can't read today. Uh, reading's hard. Bassett Hound, $20. Dusty, I say we get up on stage in one of these churches and burst out trash world and smash the guitars. Uh, I wouldn't want to do that. Leave them be. I'll destroy them on Twitter. And, uh, and YouTube. Down with the religion. Hell yeah. Fuck your God. Blazing Chronic. This goes out to the greatest one-man show on earth. Hey, I love you, Blazing Chronic. Good to see you tonight. Keep it lover. Dusty, remember when Kanye came on stage at the Grammys and interrupted Taylor Swift's acceptance speech? I do remember that. That dude made her career. Best thing that ever happened to her. $4.99. Copyright those graphics, Dusty. Kanye is going to steal those. I know he's going to steal my designs. 100% he's going to steal my designs, folks. I'm going to sue the shit. That is my clothing line. That is the Clan wear clothing line. I don't want. To, I don't want my name associated with that, though. Really, to be honest with you. Uh, Tim Pool, you two's the Edge terrible brother. I know, right? The Edge is so disappointed. Ten dollars from Daniel Roman. I never miss a show, Dusty. Appreciate you. I think Kanye is actively trying to act out a villain fetish. Yeah, he has an oppression fetish. He wants to be canceled. 
so he has something to complain about. Jack Dondoff, thank you for all your hard work, Dusty. Hey, I appreciate you. Thank you for supporting the show, Lizzie. But if I don't, I can't watch the live show, unfortunately. But please post the Yetoff ad on YouTube. It is on YouTube right now, so you guys can go uh, share that. My Woodbike friend, oh no, now Kanye will start an organization called KKKKYA. I mean, don't be surprised. I would not be surprised to see him wear clan robes and hang out with OJ next. I think that's next for Kanye. That Kanye video you made needs to go viral. It does. It probably won't, but you guys should spread it. James Hodge, $20. I feel for Steve Shaz. I used to hate on him back in the back in my Drunken Peasants fan phase. I bet you hated on me, too. And never watched a single video of his until I did after I got off that Chud stuff and realized that he was on point. Yes, Steve was right about almost fucking everything. It's crazy. He uh, stuck to his guns when everybody shit on him. He's sort of a hero, if you ask me. Come to Russia. Come get brain fucked. And no thanks, comrade. I'm good where I'm at. Medi Dooley, $10. Last time I'll get to watch live for a while. Starting a new job next week. Have to be up at 6 a.m. And if your show starts at 2 a.m., I'll catch afterwards. Hey, it'll be here on the repeat. Thank you for supporting the show. And what up, E? My buddy E is back. Always, always such a great supporter of the show. One of the main reasons I'm able to do this. My personal Lord and Savior, E. I would worship you way, way, way quicker than I worship Jesus. $5, no chance of pasta. We should refer to Ye as Naze from now on. Play stupid games with stupid prices. E, Eli upgrade. Hell yeah, Eli. How's your eye doing, E? I, I'm at the, I was planning on texting you today and I forgot because my phone was dead, but I, I'm going to text you tomorrow and ask because I got something to ask you. Deb Wicks, happy holiday. Here's a little for the animals. Hey, Debbie, thank you. That's very generous. I appreciate it. Happy holidays to you. Marjorie Road trailer living as Taylor swears just like a sailor, a significant failure. <laughs> That's a tongue twister, Cuber. And another 200 from me. What? So what I was going to talk to you about is I have a VR headset I want to give you. You have been so generous to me. I don't know if you bought one yet, but I want to give you E because you've been the, like, the biggest supporter I've ever had on the show. I want to send you my custom uh, Oculus 2 headset, my Quest 2. It's specifically custom designed to be the best Oculus Quest 2 headset you possibly be. And it's loaded with games already uh, on there for you. And I would like to send that to you as a, as a thank you for your kindness. So I'll talk to you about that off the air. Sin Sinister Intelligence. Apparently there's violent Christmas movies out there with guns. Man, this is the dumbest country. I know, right? It's getting crazier and crazier by the day. Cuba Lower Tucker. The his whole mouth, mouth a pucker, a true definition of look at my comment, Dusty. I'm getting censored typing here. Yeah, he's a motherfucker. I got you back. Carlos, nine cents. Hey, thanks, Carlos. KB Cardi, five dollars. Give Misty some scriptures for me. All right, done and done. I woke her up. For the kiddies, I don't have a lot, but thank you. It adds up. I appreciate you. Oops, I forgot. Yay is an egomaniac. How would his organization be the Yay KK? Uh, yeah, his name has got to be first. You know it. Did the Republicans call left communism back during the Depression? Same shit, different day? Yep, Red Scare, always the same. E, I maxed out. Hey, well, you hit the max level. That's true hero status. Love you, Dusty. Another great show. Hey, appreciate it, John Bliss. Unhinged. Yo, Dusty, called in sick to work, plus thrilled I get to watch you live. Much needed therapy. Love. Hey, um, I hope you feel better if you're actually sick. If you're not, you fucking liar. Darian May, Mesa, $20, Oro, Dusty, Vamos, I'm Memphis. Hey, beans and disease to you too, Darian. Love you, man. $2 from D. Dusty, would you clap MTG? I would. Hell no. Nah. You seen her feet? Nasty. April Shadows, $10. If you own a firearm, train it regularly. Live ammo and dummy rounds. Train with a freestyle. The bleed, of course. Love, peace. Victory could not be worse. Uh, 
my gun literally rusted shut because I never used it. It's like inoperable now because you can't even take the bullets out of it or cock it or anything. That's how little I use my fucking gun. I have no need for a weapon. Charlie Kelly, $10 wrecked. Hell yeah. Thank you, Charlie. I appreciate you. And thank you for everybody who's been so amazingly generous tonight. Got to read all the rest of the Super Chats at the end of the show. So still got plenty of time to hear more like yourself forever and ever, ever on the greatest show that has ever been created. Uh, the Dusty Smith Show. But now, moving right along, it's time for some Chud Watch. Chud Watch. Have you got your MAGA box yet? Why not? Hey, are you a complete fucking moron that can't trust yourself with what the internet tells you? Hey, do you want to shield your own eyes from the harmful information that's being thrust upon you by the progressives on the internet? Well, now's your chance. For only $30, you can have your own MAGA box, the must-have device for conservative families. It includes... 34 value-centric content management filters, including triple X, no porn for you, advertising, hell to the naw, Elon Musk, tracking, I mean, they're going to track you anyway with your cell phone, that's stupid, but anyway, unsafe, whatever the fuck that means, progressive, woke topics, no more, having your beautiful mind dirtied up with opinions from people you disagree with, just shelter yourself from that platforms and many more no subscription required easy five minutes so hey lock your brain away folks information from other folks is hard and scary so support of the day don't tell big tech they're gonna be devastated and uh I'm sure any day now, Shoe and Head's going to call attention to this actual pedophile in the same way she called attention to the uh, Balenciaga bullshit, right? Uh, she didn't. They never talk about actual pedophiles ever, really. I guess she did do a couple videos where they talked about pedophiles. I'm not going to say that she's never talked about it, but uh, unlike me who covers this shit multiple times every week, they're always calling out conspiracy theories and bullshit instead of the actual pedophiles molesting kids. It's almost like they're more concerned that some kid held a teddy bear that was dressed in goth than they are about actual kids being molested. Because they are. They're pedophile enablers. They point to these conspiracy theories and help right-wingers spread their goddamn narratives instead of actually call out real pedophilia that's going on all the fucking time. Here's one. QAnon leader inadvertently outs himself as a groomer. And this is one of the main people in the QAnon movement. This guy has 200,000? How much is it? It says somewhere in here. 156,000 subscribers on Telegram and 600, no, 600,000 on Telegram, 156,000 on Rumble. So a total of 756,000 followers, folks. I have only... 225,000, something like that. But really, most of them are legacy. I only have maybe 25 to 30 active subscribers. So this person is 20 times more popular than me. Hugely, hugely popular influencer in the conservative community and the Q community. Well, shocker, folks! This QAnon leader was a basketball coach when he was 25 and was having sex with one of his female students who was 15 years old. Yeah! 
He got outed when he tried to sue somebody, I guess, who was reporting on it. And so all his text messages got revealed where he was sexting her up and talking about all the sex they were having. Now, eventually, he did convince her not to testify against him. He threatened to commit suicide, so she refused to testify, so he got off on it. But all the texts were released of him being a uh, giant groomer. What else could you call this when you're a 25-year-old PE coach having sex with one of the 15-year-old students uh, that's under your charge? That would be grooming, right? Where you at, Q? Oh, oh, there you are. It is you. So just another example, folks. They don't actually give a shit in any way about children being molested. It's just a cudgel they're trying to use to beat uh, the left and anybody they consider gay over the head with because this is all they fucking got. Transparent as fuck. And uh, Madison Cawthorn is back, folks. He's not looking like Max Hedgem anymore. I guess he changed his look. And I guess Tommy Lauren has a new show. And uh, I'm not trying to be sexist at all, folks. But does this kind of look like a whorehouse or something? Like, it looks like she's a madam. And it's the room, like, you first enter where she's like, Hello, darling. Welcome to my establishment. What type of girl would you like this evening? Isn't that what it looks like? This is really strange. But anyway, um, Madison wants everybody to know what an uh, alpha male he is and how everybody else except for him, such as Mike Pence, is a beta cuck. Would. So I wonder, in his mind, in Pence's mind, does he really think he has a shot? You know, I, I don't try to venture into the mind of people that I can't understand. And again, these disloyal, just losers. I, 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 don't, I, I don't think like them. I'm not a beta male, so I don't understand how they think. <laughs> and so, but when I really start to look at it, I know for a fact that anyone who goes against Donald Trump is going to lose. Okay, well, that's not true. Joe Biden went up against him and won. And also, if you have to tell people you're not a beta male, you're a beta male, dude. That's just the way that fucking works. Also, beta males don't exist, uh, and neither do alphas. But as always, I'm a ligma male. Ask me. Ask me what a ligma male is. Ask me. <laughs> I'm 12. And then he got on uh, the House floor and went off about how pussyfied Americans have gotten. Our young men are taught that weakness is strength, that delicacy is desirable, and that being a soft metrosexual is more valuable than training the mind, body, and soul. Social media has weakened us. Siphoning our men of their will to fight, to rise in a noble manner, square their jaws and charge once more into the breach of life to defend what they love. So on this precipice of disaster, I ask the young men of this nation a question. Will you sit behind a screen while the storied tales of your forefathers become myth? Yes. Or will you stand resolute against the dying light of America's golden age? No. Will you reclaim your masculinity? Uh -huh. Will you become a man to be feared, to be respected, no. to be looked up to? <laughs> or you let this nation's next generation be its final generation. Oh, God. Uh, oh, give a shit. I ain't got no kids. And I don't care how manly you think I fucking am. It has no bearing on my life whatsoever. And uh, usually people that are all concerned about that are incredibly fucking insecure, like you, Madison Cawthorn. And one more from uh, Dill Weed McCrowley. Asked what lessons they learned from the midterm, folks. And guess what he said? It's time, finally... Republicans to start behaving dirty because you know they're so clean and honest all the time they gotta start playing dirty 
do as well. But I mean, it's we need to start playing dirty. I mean, I, I really think that it's it's time that we just get rid of this genteel politics and stop saying, oh, well, we're just going to win on, on conservative policy because conservative policy works. But unfortunately, the mechanisms that the Democrats are using to be able to take over our country are dominating us in the field. Yeah, yeah. like let people vote. They're dominating us by getting more votes than we get. Oh, hmm. Odd how that happens in a democracy. But you're right. You'd have to counteract that by not letting people vote. That's the only shot you have. Madison. And that's a very metrosexual name there. Not very butch, Madison. That's kind of a chick's name, right? Sounds like a, a dating site for adulterers. And then, folks, I agree with Ron Flopsky. It's amazing how often Trump describes himself as he's attacking other people. No self-awareness. Trump says, Rhino Karl Rove is a Fox News loser. A pompous fool in bad political instincts. In other words, he loses a lot. Only good at taking people's money and wasting it. I was 12-0 and 0 against him and in Senate endorsements. Not something I'm proud of, but something people, especially candidates, should know. Yeah, I'm not proud of being such a winner. I hate to even brag about what a winner I am. I'm actually embarrassed by how good at winning I am, but... Despite the fact that I don't want to tell you guys this, I have to tell you how awesome I am. What you gonna do? I got no choice. Classic Trump. And uh, then he mad because he had a bad week, folks. So you remember uh, when he stole classified documents and then uh, he got a Trump judge to basically get a ruling in his favor that the government couldn't even look at the classified documents while they tried to form a case against him. They had to go through a special magistrate, like the special representative who had to look through all the files and basically slow them up, halted their entire investigation. A completely ridiculous ruling, obviously done by a woman who uh, was trying to help Trump subvert the law, get away with it. A crook. Well, uh, the appeals court ruled against her they said, uh, you're fucking stupid. Dismiss your entire case. The magistrate doesn't make any sense. The government can go ahead with their case. Uh, three judges ruled against Trump. Two of them were Trump appointees. So, of course, he pissed because he thinks if he appointed you, you should be helping him break the law. He's basically a godman, and he can just do whatever he wants to. So here's what he said. Many Republican judges go out of their way to show they are beyond reproach. And will come down hard on people before them in order to prove they cannot be bought or in any way show favor to those who appointed them. So basically saying, my Republican judges are just too honest. That's their problem. They're just so honest. It's bad how honest they are. People, including me, are oftentimes shocked by the lack of courage and wisdom shown. As soon as they get appointed, they go rogue. Democrat judges are the exact opposite in attitude. Screw you. This guy appointed me. I'm a Democrat all the way. You don't have a chance. So sad. Yeah. Uh, they're judges. They're not your fucking lackeys and slave, even though I know you put them in office thinking they were. I guess they have a little bit of integrity. But they're too honest to be crooked, he says of them. And then they finally got his tax returns, folks. The IRS finally turned over after years and years and years of trying. House committee receives Trunk's tax returns from the IRS just in time for the Democrats to lose the House and uh, the Republicans to come in and bury the whole thing. Hopefully they'll leak it all and something will be done with it before it gets buried. We'll see what happens, but I guess they finally fucking got it. 
I mean, God love Trump. He fought tooth and nail every step of the way to make sure he didn't have to tell the truth. And it's amazing. Conservatives are still willing to support him, even though he's lied every step of the way about wanting to release his tax returns and never done it, clearly hiding something. But they don't give a shit, folks. It's almost like they like it that he is a tax cheat. They like it when their side is corrupt for some reason. Like, everybody's doing it. I'm glad that we're getting away with it. Finally, our side getting away with some evil. That's how they think about fucking everything. And, uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of the big reasons that Republicans have not done, done well in the last uh, couple of elections is exactly because of shit like this. Donald Trump recently on True Social. Remember... You can never have fair and free elections with mail-in ballots. Never, 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 won't and can't happen. Then a little bit later, retweets himself again. Never! All caps, exclamation point. Never! You'll never have fair and free elections as long as you make it easy for people to vote, even though Trump exclusively votes by mail. You should not be allowed to. And obviously, this is having a grim effect on Republican voters who are convinced that the system is corrupt, so why bother taking part in it? As pointed out by Charlie Kirk here. But 400,000 people that showed up for Donald Trump or voted for Donald Trump in 2020 uh, did not show up or vote for the midterm election. Now, I believe it's because a lot of people do not trust the system. Yeah, I wonder why. Who could possibly be responsible for that? Talk about hoisted by your own petard. You love to see it. Keep talking bullshit. Keep talking about how Carrie Lake was robbed. Keep talking about how Trump was robbed. Keep making conservatives less and less interested in voting because they don't believe they'll get a fair shake. Love to see it. You guys are killing your own self, and it's beautiful. And uh, speaking of killing yourself, walking lobotomy, Herschel Walker out there trying to win his uh, special runoff election against Warnock this week. And once again, giving some of the most nonsensical word salad gibberish speeches the human mind can conceive of. Let's have a short look. My neck is too big to be wearing a tie. I'm not wearing a tie. They know that. But this is what I'm running against. I'm running against this slick preacher. This slick preacher that talks so smooth. Y'all saw what he was saying in that debate, trying to think he can out-talk Herschel Walker. Did y'all really believe this man can beat me in a debate? He had to have something going wrong with him. He don't know him from the school of Ricky Bobby. Yes, you, I am. I'm from that school of Ricky Bobby, and I'm always going to finish first because he's a one-trick pony. He thought he could say things and fool me. Y'all heard him talk about that. Ooh, I want to do my Herschel Walker impression so bad, but I can't because people say it sounds racist. But, oh, my God, he's such a fucking idiot. I can I can do it. I can do it, but it's racist. But it's not racist. because It's not because he's black. It's just because he's dumb. But anyway, God damn it, what an idiot. Fucking moron and... uh Lindsey Graham, though, Lindsey Graham in love with Herschel Walker. Did you guys know that Herschel Walker is the most important candidate in the history of the Congress? Here's his hype man, Lindsey Graham, to tell you all about it. This man will change the Republican Party. You know, Herschel. This man will change the Republican Party. You know, Herschel. That's right. You go change it, folks. I mean, sh- not for the better, though. He said, oh, he's going to make it worse. And that's really saying something. But he has to have other people talk for him because when he talks, it doesn't go so well. So he has Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham 
walking around and uh, controlling him like a puppet. And uh, another week, another woman coming out to talk about how Herschel Walker beat her up. When she caught Herschel Walker with another woman, he grew rageful, yelling repeatedly, I'll show you a man. His massive hands were on my chest and throat, Parsa said. I thought he was going to beat me. He swung at her, she said, according to the Daily Beast. And yep, here you go, conservatives. Here's another family values candidate. Violent piece of shit that you guys can't wait to put in office because nothing matters to you. And then did you guys hear? It's almost unbelievable, but not really. So Herschel Walker running for office in Georgia. But he's got a homestead exemption on his house in Texas. You know what a homestead exemption is? It's where you file with the uh, the county claiming that that particular house is your one and main residential location where you live full time. So you can get a tax break. So he's claiming in Texas that he full time permanently lives in Texas to get a tax break while he's running for office in Georgia, folks. Because they have no shame. God love them. Just incredible. And knows that conservatives don't care. They don't actually give a fuck what he does. He could do anything. Like he could live in Texas. He doesn't have to live in Georgia at all. You know? As long as he has the R next to his name, that's all they give a shit about. Gonna vote for him anyway. Just garbage. And uh, this should probably be in the Beyond Parody section, but gonna put it in the Chad Watch section. Holy God. This is one of the thought leaders in the conservative movement. This is the guy who riled them all up about CRT. James Lindsay. Has a shirt on that says, okay, comma, groomer. Underneath, pro-America, anti-communist, based as fuck. Imagine wearing a shirt that says you're based as fuck. Probably the least based thing you can do is call yourself based. Title says, every time I wear this shirt in public, I get tons of support and compliments. Holy shit. What kind of dregs or society are you hanging out with? And also, that shirt way too small for you, dude. You need a size bigger or you need to do some steps or something. I don't mean to fat shame because I don't ever do that. But that shirt does not look good on you. And then, on the watch. Oh, fucking Tito goddamn T. So, Tito Ortiz used to be a fighter. He got paid to get punched in the head for a living. And it shows. Now he is a political pundit. Travels around speaking at conservative conventions. And has decided to just go 100% full homophobic. But it's even worse than that. The shit he is saying here is going to lead to violence. He is basically going to accuse almost all gay people of being pedophiles and groomers here. Have a listen to this garbage. I have a few gay friends, and they're over 18. I have no problem with it. And I, Once again, if you're 18 and over, that's your decision. That's your decision. But do not push it on my children. Because kids can't even around and brush their teeth. They don't want to put on or they don't want to wipe their own ass the right way unless you show them the right way. Now I'm saying you're going to teach my children how to be a sexual predator and i'm gonna say that because most are that's right most gay people are sexual predators and they're teaching my kids to be sexual predators literally nobody's fucking doing that okay is a straight person talking about their wife or husband making your kid a sexual being no neither is a gay person talking about their loved one 
That has nothing to do with sexualizing your fucking children and what, anyway, whatsoever. But they know by spreading this message, it's already led to violence. We already had a mass shooting because of this bullshit. But they don't fucking care. They have no humanity. They're back on it, folks. For a little while, bullying gay people was kind of frowned upon. But now, they're 100% back on it. Just soulless fucking cretins. Bottom of the barrel. As low as you can goddamn get. Fuck everything about you. Goddamn watermelon head. And I've said this repeatedly, folks, but it bears repeating. Twitter is owned by a Republican. Fox News is owned by a Republican. CNN is owned by a Republican. OANN is owned by a Republican. Parler is owned by a Republican. Newsmax is owned by a Republican. Daily Wire, Republican. True Social, Republican. A hundred million listeners on talk radio every week. 80% of them, Republican. The liberal media is Republican. is a fucking myth. Do not let them spread this lie. They don't even fucking believe it. They just want you to believe it. So they can move the goddamn goalposts. And that is my should watch. What you got to say, dirty sexies. And folks, who loves overtime? You know you love overtime. Everybody loves overtime. And still got plenty of show to go. So you know what to do. Reward me for overtime. The furries are coming for you. Bring it. Oh, yeah, fall over them. Mm, mm, mm. Get it, boy. Tito thumb tease. Yeah, pretty much. You got that Joe Rogan thumb head. What is based? This is like the opposite of woke. Based means that uh, what you said is correct and cool because you're so awesome and how right you are, basically. A lot of left-wing guys say that, too, but I usually find it pretty uh, cringe. Although I've said it before, too, so I guess I can't talk. And All right. Moving right along, folks. What's next? I'm excited to find out with all of you. Oh, it's the trash world. You know it's going bad in your war effort. When you're getting your ass kicked so bad, you have to accuse your opponent of having supernatural help from the devil. Which is what's taking place here in Russia. So Russia has these uh, nightly propaganda shows, I guess are hugely popular, that have these pundits on there that just uh, try to find different ways in order to make the Ukrainians look like bloodthirsty, horrible killers, and they are the savers of humanity. So here they are bitching and moaning about whether or not Zelensky is the Antichrist himself or just a demon. I mean, we all know he's supernatural in some way. That's the only explanation on why he's kicking our ass so hard. But how supernatural is he? I never thought that Zelensky would become so satanic. You used the correct word. I think you're deeply correct to bring up Satanism. These things can be done only by those who worship someone else, the enemy. Unfortunately, Zelensky and his policies have support, and this happens in the Ukraine. They're going too fast. Solely because of the U.S. support. This is a catastrophe, simply a catastrophe. 
I would like to continue this painful topic. This is a religious, psychological, people's topic. We need to be very specific as to what we emphasize and not to be shy about it. I believe that the Orthodox Church should proclaim that Zelensky is officially the coming of the Antichrist. He is officially the Antichrist from a standpoint of orthodoxy. This man is the classic Antichrist. We should forget the surname Zelensky. We should simply call Zelensky the Antichrist. He formalized it officially, practically, and in writing. He made a deal with the devil. And he is fulfilling his obligation per this contract. There can be no diplomacy or familiarity with this. We should realize that the destruction of the orthodoxy and its uprooting is taking place. Eric, I will disagree with you. You flatter Zelensky by calling him an antichrist. He is just a small demon, but no more than that. Yes, he serves the antichrist. He is building stone after stone. My dearest, there is so much blood, a sea of blood, a sea of Ukrainian blood, a schism in the church. It couldn't be accomplished by a small demon. He is definitely the Antichrist. The Antichrist should be finished off. You overestimate him, in quotation marks. Of course. So, love to see it, folks. Freak it out. Definitely. The only way he could be murdering you so bad is if the devil were helping him. Hey, maybe you want to follow a different god. Because if the devil can whoop your asses uh, so easily, you might have picked the wrong god. I'm just saying. Seems a little weak, pussyfied, and feckless to me. But you do you, Russia. Then another horrible story, folks. You hear about this one. A 10-year-old boy killed his mom because she refused to buy him a VR headset. He was like, buy me a VR headset. She said no. So he went and unlocked the gun from the safe, pulled it out, and blew her brains out, and then went on her Amazon account and bought himself a VR headset. Holy shit. 10 years old. Going to try him as an adult. And I'm just saying, VR is really fucking cool, folks. Really fucking cool. But it ain't murder your mama cool. So relax, y'all. And then, good news. Sovereign citizen gets three years for fake vax cards. Oh, there's some bad life decisions. A NAPA naturopath, where the fuck that is, will spend nearly three years in federal prison for faking hundreds of COVID-19 vaccination cards and selling a purported remedy against the virus. Federal prosecutors announced... Jilly Mazzi was sentenced to 33 months during a hearing in the U.S. District Court in San Francisco. So, enjoy prison. You know, the irony is, you're probably going to have a vaccination if you go to prison, right? I'm pretty sure they're going to vaccinate you. So, I don't know. Once again, hoisted by your own petard there. And then, on oh, the trash world. This thing that I already knew about before I clicked on it. I know it. Oh, God damn it. Carl Rittenhouse! His latest thing is to uh, get on his Twitter and post Bible verses so he can play the victim, which is cringy and losery as fuck. But this is a pretty good clapback. Kyle says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God, Matthew 5, 9, to which Ryan Ponsworth said, you quoting scripture is like Dahmer quoting a cookbook, which that's a good burn. It really is. But honestly, him quoting scripture makes sense, you know. The scripture is awful. It tells you 
how to murder enemies, how to go on the next town and kill everybody and take the little virgin girls as your sex slaves. You know, pedophilia tells you how to have slaves, all the awful stuff you could possibly imagine. So Kyle Rittenhouse quoting it, that tracks fits uh, like a glove. And then you guys remember a couple weeks ago, a piece of shit went into the gay nightclub, murdered five people. And he's being praised all over places like 4chan and right-wing social media. And so Homeland Security has put out a warning about copycats who might follow in the homophobic, hate-mongering footsteps. The Department of Homeland Security on Wednesday issued a terror threat bulletin warning that domestic extremists have posted online praise for the fatal shooting at an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado early this month. We have observed actors on forums known to post racially and ethnically motivated, violently extremist content praising the alleged attacker. I talked to you guys about this before. This is what they do on these troll websites like 4chan. This is why so many of these mass shooters are from 4chan. Because these guys are losers in real life. Friendless, cellar-dwelling losers. Incels. Couldn't get a girl to save their fucking life. But on 4chan, they celebrate vileness. The bigger piece of shit you are, the more of a hero you are to them. And so even the worst of the worst can be celebrated. Now, usually how you win the toxic troll competition is just to say the most vile things you could possibly think of. To say the N-word over and over again, to call everybody faggots, to call for deaths of trans people. Just whatever the worst thing you can think of to say. That's basically the game. But there is one way you can be even worse than that. And that is to commit violence. That is the ultimate way to win the game of the toxic troll culture. And they do it. And then they get exactly what they want. They get people on there calling them heroes, calling them based, celebrating them. And yeah, maybe they'll spend the rest of their lives in jail But to these fucking losers, having the adoration of the people on 4chan is worth it to them. And that's exactly what Twitter is becoming. That's what Elon Musk invited back to the platform. That's why the hate speech has risen so much. And that's why the advertisers don't want to return. And gotta skip that one. One more on the trash world, folks. So, uh... Apparently, these two ladies are fighting, it says, over who gets to work the drive-thru. I don't know why they are so intent on working at the drive-thru. Is that the good gig at McDonald's? Are there worse jobs at McDonald's than working at the drive-thru? Anyway, uh, it has a surprise ending. Let's watch them fight. So, oh no! So, this one attacks that one. And uh, this one got some hands. She knows how to fight. This one not doing so well. She getting the uppercuts. Got her by the hair, just throwing the bolos. And then they slipping all over the grease. And uh, once again, not the fat shame, but I cannot help but to notice how overweight everybody in America is. I know they're living uh, in America and they're working at McDonald's, which is just all bad trash food, but everybody's so overweight. It's just nuts. That's just heart disease and diabetes waiting to happen and anyway even the Asian looking managers tubby as shit 
They need to serve more solids there. So anyway, they're fighting. They're fighting. So finally, they get them separated. And she, Joan, she's like, hold on. You forgot your wig, ho. Yeah, he's got my ass whooped. What's wrong with you? So she's going to get in her phone, right? Wait for it. It ain't over yet. She's going to get on the phone and brag about the fight or something. That girl cute. I'm lying. Ain't paying no attention. On her fucking phone. Uh, Should have one out her phone and one out her enemy, but no. Nope. Really, yeah, we really still Turn her back. Still Probably tweeting her, Facebook live or some shit. And then, here we go, look. I ain't paying attention. She busy. Oh, shit! That's a sucker punch! Should have been paying attention. Never turn your back on your enemy. Mm. She built like that, bitch. Catch these hands. Somebody order a 20-piece. Super size. What the fuck's wrong with you? So anyway, I'm just saying. From now on, somebody needs to let this woman work through the drive-thru. She's serious about it. But I'm pretty sure you're also uh, both fired by now. And all right, that's my trash world. What you guys got to say about that? Somebody yelling, let them fight. Yeah, it's like, don't get involved with it. I ain't getting sued or in trouble with this bullshit. 4chan is the death of wit. Yeah, definitely not a lot of clever motherfuckers on that thing. Gate, great cameraman. Yeah, he did a pretty good job. Get the action center frame. I dig it. And move right along, folks. It's beyond parody. Prepare your shock face. I know you're not going to believe this, but this man, the liver king, lied to us all, and it turns out he is on steroids. Shock face in three, two, one, shock face. Did you do it? That was fun. Yeah. No fucking shit. So apparently, uh, the Liver King is one of these manosphere influencers who claims he's totally natural and all he eats is raw meat, liver, I guess. And if you too are manly like he is and just shoves raw meat down your fucking gullet all day, you too will be this Herculean He-Man. Unlike all these pussy soy boys, he would never, ever inject himself with any kind of steroids. But yeah, he uh, on $12,000 worth of steroids a month. I can't believe he lied to us all. I am shooketh. I know we all are. And uh, what is this one? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to skip that one. All right, let's skip that one. Mm. I'm going to skip that one, too. I'm going to move on here, folks. We're already 30 minutes past the show. Let's skip a couple of these. Let's look at this one. What is this one? Load up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're getting dumber, dumber, folks. Fear mongering on Fox News has gone to the next level. This headline says, Biden wants your retirement savings to go woke. Here is three ways to protect yourself. What the fuck are you talking about? How does your retirement savings go woke? 
everything's woke to these motherfuckers. Your cell phone service is woke. Your razors are woke. Buy going to turn your stocks woke. I mean, Elon was right. There is a woke mind virus. But it's not the left. It's the right that sees wokeness in every fucking thing. Everywhere they go. Woke is hiding in the trash can, ready to jump out them. You know? Woke is going to sneak into their bedroom at night and tickle their butthole. Woke is everywhere. It's so scary. It's just wild how nuts they've gotten. They have to create this fake enemy in order to give themselves something to fight, to feel like heroes. And all right, that is my Beyond Parody. Let's move right along to the final section, folks. It's some slow news week. Slow news week with Dustin Smith. Yeah! Hell yeah, nailed it. And uh, apparently TJ, formerly known as the Amazing Atheist, put out another video this week. Uh, talking about how right about everything I was, basically. So I saw this thing on Vosh's uh, subreddit. He doesn't mention me, even though I took all these slings and arrows for calling this ass out. But it basically, uh, he talking about how uh, he created the anti-SJW genre. He's responsible, and he admits it now, and he's sorry for what he's done. So, huh? Nostra Dusty strikes a fucking gun. Where were you? Eight years ago, when your entire fan base was shitting on me every goddamn day, hundreds of messages calling me every fucking name in the goddamn book. But uh, I ain't giving him a hard time, folks, because he's doing way better. I'm actually sending out a kudos to TJ for coming out and saying this. And he sounds exactly fucking like me now, folks. I can't help but he but think that he's borrowing. He's, he's channeling things that he's heard me say because this is a hundred percent word for word from my show. This, I want to make it clear. This, this video that I'm making right now, guys, is not about Tim Pool so much as it is, is about the disgusting, reprehensible, sickeningly stupid audience of racist Nazi pieces of shit that Tim Pool has cultivated. You know, this is why when people, uh, you know, like, man, you really fell off, TJ. You really lost a lot of people. Yeah, because I didn't want to court these stupid pieces of shit. I didn't want to court garbage like this. I would rather have one intelligent person who's like reasonable and not bigoted versus a thousand of these, even if they are monetizable. Fuck this shit. I would never want scum like this in my fucking audience. If you agree with any of this, get the fuck out. Get lost. Go fuck yourself. You racist piece of shit. I don't want you. I don't need you. Go fuck yourself. Get fucking lost. Eat shit and die, mother. This, I want <laughs> I love that, but that's, that's my words. He's like quoting me. And it's weird because like when he was quoting all these people and I told him exactly what he was doing and all the pieces of shit that he was uh, kowtowing to, he basically told me publicly that he has no responsibility for who watches his show, you know? It's not up to him. He's not choosing who watches it. Anybody can watch it they wants to. He has no responsibility. So 100% about face from TJ on this. And uh, golf clap to you, good sir. Glad to see you coming around. And uh, then uh, apparently somebody wrote this article that just uh, had to be written, folks. How Kurt Cobain dealt with being the world's most famous outcast. Huh. 
I'm going to go out on a limb and say he dealt with it poorly. What the fuck is wrong with you? He didn't handle it well, dude, obviously. Did this really need to be written there? And one more, folks. Going to finish it off with a hero. Not going to play the heroes, but uh, let's finish it off with Obama throwing shade at Herschel Walker. You know, I make fun of conservatives a lot for just being bad stand-up comedians. Obama actually a pretty good stand-up comedian. This is how it's done. Now, if, if you had forgotten what I said the last time, it's okay because you just have to wait a minute. He reminds you every time he opens his mouth. I mean, every day. Every day he comes up with something. Every day. Since the last time I was here, <laughs> since the last time I was here, Mr. Walker has been talking about issues that are of great importance to the people of Georgia. Like whether it's better to be a vampire or a werewolf. This is a debate that I must confess I once had myself <laughs> when I was seven. <laughs> then I grew up. In case you're wondering, by the way, Mr. Walker decided he wanted to be a werewolf, which is great. As far as I'm concerned, he can be anything he wants to be. Except for a United States Senator. So that's how it's done, folks. From the master himself. Yeah, he's sort of a war criminal. Whatever. At least he's kind of funny. Uh, I'm a hypocrite. And all right, folks. That's my content. Got to do a quick Q&A. So if you dirty, sexy pores have any questions for me, type at Cult of Dusty so I see it highlighted. And then I will read it and I will answer it. But first... Let's finish up the Super Chats. Dusty, I saw some of TJ's stream, and I think he is riding your coattails. Uh, he way more popular than I am, still. So he's not riding my coattails. I think TJ... I think he listened. I think he knows that I was telling the truth. I think it took him a while. A, a lot of the people thought TJ hated me, and I always said, TJ doesn't hate me. TJ loves me. And I do think TJ actually always liked me and respected me. He just was hurt that I called him out. I was one of the only people that really did. And somebody he respected and actually liked called him out. And that hurts worse than anything. When people you don't respect, when shitty people call you out, it doesn't hurt at all. Like, fuck those people. I don't care what they think. But when somebody you actually, you know, feel as intelligent and feel as a peer shits on you, it hurts a lot worse. And so I think that was a lot of his anger towards me was because of that. Um, but I don't think he's riding my coat. I mean, he's probably listening to me. Yeah, he's probably following the same path I am, but, you know, he's more popular than I am, so I can't accuse him of riding anything. Uh, weird thoughts. We LGBTQ plus people need to arm ourselves. Okay, yeah. Uh, I need to get my gun clean, I guess. Daddy Nernick, the pup, and I just got back from McDonald's run. Thanks, THC, making me eat garbage. At least the puppy and show host are good boys. Man, almost 30 pounds. Am I? Good God, why am I sweating? The fuck? I ain't doing nothing but sitting here. Why are my underarms all sweaty, Dusty? Good God, this is a brand new shirt, too. Fuck my goddamn life. I'm nasty. 
Oh, well. See, that's that fat burning. My fat is always burning. I got a fat burn engine going on inside my body right now because of all the weight loss I'm doing. But yeah, I lost like, I lost like 30 pounds down, folks. I went from 195 to 165. And like, how long has it been? Six weeks at the most? So, feel pretty good. Pretty happy about the results, to be honest with you. You are a wonderful human being. Thank you for being here. Hey, thank you for the support, me and Jay. I really appreciate it, you know. Uh, having all you guys to hang out with makes my week. I really enjoy my job. It's me again. Love you, Dusty. Love you, Ray Fuller. How you doing tonight? I hope amazing. Wrecked, Charlie Kelly. Right back at you. And then, all right, I guess that's it. Cool. Let's see what the Dirty Sexy Poor's had to say. Let's see what I've been watching. I've been watching anything interesting. Um, the Peripheral... Uh, the Strain I finished. Mostly The Strain. That's the only thing I've been watching lately. I did play um, Red Matter 2 last night for about four hours in VR. It was very, very good. Very fun. If you have a VR headset, Red Matter 2. Highly recommended. Very immersive. And All right. Let's check the, the reports. The polls. My lovely, lovely polls. Dusty, yeah, I saw TJ's video and thought the same. I even considered resubbing to him. Good, you guys should. If he's doing better, uh, everybody, everybody, everybody is worthy of redemption. All you have to do is put in the effort and work towards it. And I was as hard as everybody, as anybody at TJ at first. You know, I shit on him when he went on Valsh's sh channel. I shit on him um, and shit on Valsh grabbing on there what I thought was a softball interview. I thought he hadn't been held accountable enough for what he's done, but he has put the work in and made the effort to change both his content and his uh, behavior and admit his wrongs. And that's all you have to do to be worthy of redemption, in my opinion. So if you guys want to go resub to TJ, I uh, highly recommend it. He appeared on Rogan, so he can't acknowledge you. You talking about TJ? TJ's acknowledged me before. He just didn't do it in this video, I don't guess, but it's fine. Just fucking with you. I can take it. I can dish it out and I can take it. What do you blame the most about who you are? Who do you blame the most? I don't blame anybody. I fucking love who I am. Every bad thing that ever happened to me had to happen to me to bring me to the place I am and make me the person I am. So it's all gravy. Obama was so funny making fun of Trump. Yeah, but Trump was so pissed he became president. Not worth it. It said Kirk Cobain was actually murdered. Yeah, I've heard the rumors about Courtney Love killing him and all that stuff, but I don't really believe it. I think he committed suicide, really, to be honest with you. Anything else? Great show, Dusty. Best chatters on the internet. The mods are just okay. Mods are awesome. Unsung heroes of the show. And all of you guys are uh, the ones that help make it great. You lost five pounds a week. Are you not eating at all? Seems unhealthy to lose weight that fast. The thing about keto is uh, once you get past the first 10 days, which they call the keto flu, which is hell, your body switches modes from burning carbs to burning fat. And so you no longer really feel hungry anymore because your body's not looking for food to take in, to run off of. It starts burning all the fat off your body. And when it burns fat, it releases ketones. And ketones are a very efficient fuel source for the body. And so it really just destroys your appetite. And like I said, I don't recommend being on it more than a couple months. But if you're on it pretty strict for a couple months, it's a great way to lose weight fast. And also you mix with exercise, of course. Doing piss stacks and stuff really helps out a lot. All right. That's my time, folks. We had another great show. Two and a half hours on the greatest show in the human history. 
I murdered that. I'll be back on uh, Monday? Hey, it's Friday. It's only a couple fucking days away. So, gotta play some VR this weekend. Hopefully, I'll have fun. I'm sure I will. And hope you guys find you something to have fun with. I'm sure something else crazy will happen this weekend. More white supremacy. More fuck-ups from Elon Musk. Something will happen. Until then, I will see you guys on Monday. Be sure to join me at 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. And if you want to become a patron, I'd very much appreciate it. I could use your help. Hey, there's a link in the description of this video. I have two patrons. But the link in the description of the video is the one I prefer you to sign up for. So if you're going to be a patron, the link in the description of this video. Very much appreciated. I will see you guys on a Monday, Monday, Monday. Please hit the like button. Please subscribe if you haven't. Follow me on Twitter. Look at the description of the video. All the things in there. Let's go ahead and play a song. One of my four fucking songs off my goddamn SoundCloud. I need to make more music, but I'm so goddamn lazy. I'm not really that lazy, to be honest with you. I work really hard on this show all the fucking time. I'm always working. To have this much content, you always have to be searching for it. All right, let's do a killer from an 80s movie. An original song by Disney Smith. Available on my SoundCloud for free, because that's what I do. Good night, everybody. Love the fuck out of you. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Nicole Gray. Hero. Literally.